Hello and welcome all. It is a big day. Real big day. I mean, we're recording early this week. We had some plans get kerfuffled. Yeah, thanks for fucking everything up, bro. Yep, that's what I do. So, you know, we're recording on a Saturday today. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a big day. It's shitty weather, but you know what? We're, we're the day well, tomorrow's after. Tomorrow's the big day. Tomorrow's the if big day. If you believe in Christ, if you accept Christ, your personal Lord and Savior. If you're a true Detroiter, though, Christ came early last year in the form of Steve Eiserman taking his throne and Detroit lineage. I thought you were going to die by the star of our movies. He killed for our sins. This is true. Show is a big deal, but Stevie Y coming back is also yeah, pretty cool. fucking huge. Yeah. I think every, who hates Steve Eiserman? I don't know. I all I remember is President Bill Clinton mispronouncing Steve Eiserman's name when he awarded him some kind of medal of honor or something. He was like Steve Eiserman. Come on, Bill. Come on. Just too busy getting his dick sucked. That's when I said this is a, my president. I was seven. <laughs> you were just so offended. You're so just offended. Like, and they, so you're, that's why you're so happy that Trump, the most godly man who's ever been in the office, is our president. I, he does not botch a single word, and I love that about him. He doesn't fuck up a name, nothing. Love it. But, yeah, we got Stevie Y coming back. We've got good weather on the horizon. I'm leaving town, so everyone's going to celebrate. Not only is the captain of all our hockey hearts back, Griff, but Shokazuki's back after a long, mm. long break on this show, even though we love show. It always feels like a long break. We could do a show week back to back, and it would still feel like well, I can't, show's been missing. Uh, yeah, it's been so long. Like We talked about the first movie in the unofficial Golden Globus Ninja Trilogy, Enter the Ninja. That's like a, what, our third or fourth movie. Yeah, that's, we're, we're 52. Guys, this is one year, one, people. One We've been year. doing this. Not only are we celebrating our one year anniversary today, we're also celebrating just this afternoon. We got over 400 followers on the Twitter. Fucking amazing. How's uh, how's yours? Hey, doing? you how's know, your numbers doing? are just like a relative. A relative. Um, if we're talking bazooka gum, there's plenty of it. I don't know what that means, but what's your Instagram? How's that going? It's going great. I just told you. If it's bazooka gum, it's doing I, good. I still don't know what that means. There's a um, lot of comics, let's you say. You know what? I want to, because Griff's too modest, I want to go to bat for him. He's putting out magic, ninja magic on his Instagram, and it's going virtually ignored, and I'm not having that. People always show up when I put up the chain link vests. Or tank tops, <laughs> they always show up for that. And we were we were just talking about this. I have the same frustration where people will just post like if like say like we always try to first of all find a funny picture, an interesting picture, and then also comment with a funny line or two. And we get annoyed when we see people like say like, say somebody was doing they were doing their version of Revenge of the Ninja, they just put the poster, the movie poster up. Yeah, and then it's like five thousand likes, and we're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> we we definitely try to get more in depth. Like I like when when I watch the movie, I scour through it for this episode. He you does. Won't, you won't know this until afterwards, but you know, I scoured through it. I found like our young gang we're talking about, our old gang we'll talk about. Guy getting ninja. Star this I think eye. this is going to be your wheat grip because there's Could so be. many iconic moments. In this movie. I, I, I hope people are excited. And based on what you've been saying on Twitter, people love ninjas. Who would have known? They fucking are losing their shit over ninjas. I'm ready. And I love I'm it. I'm ready for the, the ninja week. So, 
let's get into this movie. Show Kazugi. We'll talk. We're going to do a little background on the movie before we get into the movie. So this was like we said. This is the second of the Golden Globes Ninja trilogy. They finally woke up and said, "Why do we have Franco Nero playing a ninja when we have a real life ninja in this movie?" Show take over. It was a good transition. I love Franco Nero, but man, when you got show on the fucking wings here, no, he's got. Well, when a pilot. you have a, you have a real ninja, exactly. Franco was a fake ninja, exactly. Like I, Franco nothing against Franco Nero. I just he just didn't fit that movie. I would have loved if Franco were Dave in this movie and had a bigger role, but no, show needs to lead this movie. So I I learned I I, I went in depth with the I got the facts on this movie, so. Uh, Sam Furstenberg, who is the director of this movie, this was his first ever action movie. And it's hard to believe because it's so fucking amazing yeah. with the action. And you know why, Griff? Because he knew, he was smart enough to know, okay, I've never done this before. Maybe I should let the people who know what the fuck they're doing take over. Oh, that's weird. So he let Steve Lambert, who was a stunt coordinator, who plays a very important role later in this movie, and show take over. He's like, you guys handle the action. I'll do the acting and that kind of shit, and lighting yeah. and all that bullshit. But I trust you guys to do it. And he does the smartest thing the guy ever did because the action is off the hook in this movie. I agree. The, these movies they're all about the action. I fucking love that we don't have that problem of too many quick cuts or anything. The camera is just it takes like three different views during a fight, and. It's because, like, you get to a standstill at once, so you go to the next angle. It's fucking great. But because you have guys who can actually do the shit, like they used to back in the day. Matt Damon doesn't know any fucking martial arts. You gotta, like, mask it with all these quick cuts. And... I, I don't know. Here's the thing. I always hear about how the people, like a Matt Damon, has to train for hours. You, yeah, you hear that. But... And I think it might actually be true, but then, yeah, they do all the fucking quick cuts, so it's like, okay, everyone's bullshitting me I don't even here. remember, because I haven't seen it. I saw it once when it came out. Matrix was pretty good with, like, letting them look like they were doing it, right? They didn't have a lot of quick cuts in Matrix, did they? Um, Cause I know, I don't I know Keanu they... trained for that movie. I, I, I think the parts where they wanted you to see fighting, they let you see it. Like when Morpheus and... Uh, uh, Keanu do the I know kung fu stuff and they right. I'm pretty sure all of that was pretty much like here you go you guys do your thing You're, it's coordinated you know do the dance yeah um, the rest of it I don't I don't, I don't know okay um, yeah so this movie costs 700 grand to make 700 which what, even what, back what, then is like nothing what year was this 82 83 83 okay and made it thirteen million. Man, I'm glad success. they weren't on Pacific Coast or wherever our last movie took place because Shane might have got shot because those young warriors are racist as fuck. Yeah, well, that's, I'm glad you brought that up because it was set on the West Coast in L.A., but it was filmed to save money. It was filmed in Salt Lake City, Utah. Ooh, yeah, and it's pretty obvious. Like, it's beautiful backgrounds on a lot of these shots because you just see mountain ranges everywhere. And I was like, oh, man, I don't remember ever seeing this in a movie set in California. Well, I mean, yeah, you're right. It does look odd, but isn't Cal- L.A. is like in a valley, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I thought maybe I was just... But, it, like, I know what you're talking about, though, because it, but it's very barren-looking. Like, L.A. is yeah. built up. The whole, like, valley to live in is like, filled up. Yeah, And yeah. this one's more barren like Utah would be. But, yeah, man, it, it, beautiful backgrounds. A lot of good shots in this. Director, first time, killed it. Did. And uh, let's see, another thing. Show designed 
all the weapons for this movie. A lot of interesting stuff in here. Crazy like, as shit. If you thought Macaulay Culkin came up with some cool inventions in uh, Home Alone, wait till I you heard, see the show. I heard that from Macaulay Culkin, this movie inspired a lot of what went on in Home really? Alone. That's you're blowing minds here, man. And Joe Pesci inspired was inspired by a performance in our movie too. Yeah, he was. He actually asked if his name uh, in the movie, instead of being Harry or whatever it was, could be Cafano. Yeah, we're dropping and, real facts on y'all and. So, like, in preparation, because we love Shokazugi, so I want to be on top. And we, we know this is an important episode. I uh, watched uh, an interview with Show. I got to know what Show's about. Yeah. Originally, Griff, he had zero interest in martial arts. When his yeah. parents made him be a martial artist. Okay. So, because he was a very weak, frail child. And so, instead of having compassion, it's like his mom and dad, like, you must have up. <laughs> and so, they made him to cry. He hated it. And then his mom said, look, if you go to class, I'll give you some candy. And Man. he's like, I'm into it. And eventually, over time, like all, like, like every action movie, like you, like, like fucking Danielson, he hated doing wash on, wash off and all that shit yeah, yeah, until yeah. he started getting the skills. Yeah. And then he was like fucking awesome. But still, he was like, okay, he was, he was very, show was a very practical man. And he's like. What the fuck am I going to do? I'm a ninja now. What the fuck does that mean? Like, I wasted my life. So he wanted to be a baseball player. Yeah. But he wasn't good enough. Like a lot. Baseball is a tough sport to crack. Randy Poffa will tell you. Yeah. Kurt Russell will tell you. Yeah, Kurt Russell gave up baseball for the movies. The movies are easier. They probably are. I mean, there's there's only so many spots in the major leagues. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, so he couldn't do that. And he also couldn't pass his test. To get into college. Oh, no. Well, I'm sure this, that it's not the, in Japan, I'm sure the, the, the criteria is a lot higher than ours. You know, ours, you just you have a millionaire parent and they just, you can get whatever you want. Right. So his sister's like, look, you're, you're going to die here of homelessness. So <laughs> I'm going to give you some money. I want you to go to America where any retard can get into college. So he went there, started, went to, got into college. Got yeah. into a few. Okay. He got offered for a few. And he started, so to make money, he started training because he knows ninjutsu or, you know, whatever the fuck he knows. And he started training people like a school like Molly Bruce Lee had and Chuck Norris had. Sure, sure. And he said he, said he wanted to get into movies because he's in California. So he, uh, he, and this, Cho Kazugi was an overnight success eight years in the running because it took, he was an extra for eight fucking years oh. before he got that role in Enter the Ninja. And the only reason he got the inner ninja role was because his friend, who was originally going to play the Franco Nero role, said, "Hey, like I'm doing this movie. We need like we need a Japanese guy to play the main villain. Do you want it?" And he's like, "Fuck yeah, I do." Yeah. And so they went to the Philippines to film it, and like day one, his friend gets fired because <laughs> oh. he was just, I guess he was just swinging his dick around. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I, you can't do anything. I'm the star of this movie." And they're right. like, "Yeah, we can fire you, Franco. Come in." And so, uh, what are you gonna do? Hire a Italian man named like Franco to star in a ninja movie? And that's exactly what they did. That's Griff. what they did. And so, fortunately, they they saw what fucking uh, show had to offer, and they were like, so they, they filmed there in the ninja. He was in the villain, and then they were like, this guy's a star. What the fuck are we fucking around with? Let's have him be the star of the next ninja movie. Even though none of the, you know, there's three canon ninja movies, none of them have anything in common but Shokuzugi. Yeah. 
They no, they they number it as if they're sequential. There's right. Enter the Ninja, Revenge of the Ninja. Well, they don't even do that because ninja it's three, like Ninja Three, but there's no Ninja Two. Yeah, it's like, but it's like their only catalog of Ninja. So people are like, "Oh, okay, it's the Ninja Trilogy." No, no, what? No. Yeah, it's 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 the canon Ninja. Trilogy. There's the only I did they ever? Oh, the mean American Ninja. Of course, yeah. this was. So yeah, so uh, yeah, it was funny. So Sam Furstenberg was the director. This is his first action movie. He went on to direct the Ninja Three: Domination. Okay, okay, okay. He went on to direct the first two American Ninja movies. Smart. He went on to direct a movie, another Dudikoff movie that we're going to be covering in a couple weeks, Ooh. which we're going to tease you with that. And of course, he went on to direct Breaking Two: Electric Boogaloo. Oh yeah, of course. That that's exactly where I saw that train going. Well, he kind of put it this way: He's like, well, what is an action movie? Half acting, half action. What is a dance movie? Half action, half half acting. That's brilliant. So he just put it together and he made that brilliant electric boogaloo. I don't know if John Claude's in the first or the second movie, but John Claude does yeah. make a. So is Ice T. Oh, another another classic, classic. From canon. Yeah. So then, Show was smart enough to. He was worried. He's like, "Fuck! This is my first starring role." I know I can bring the guys in, the the men want to see me kick some ass, but I need to get the kids and the ladies in. My <laughs> son, Kane. He'll bring the kids in. They love He's so fucking adorable. Shane, piece of shit. But Kane, people love that kid. And so he demands, he's like, look, I want my kid in this movie. Menachem going, fuck you, no! And he's like, wait, just let me show you what his skills. I've show. been training. I've been stretching this kid's fucking. I make this kid doing. When he was newborn, I made him do the splits. Oh. And they said, I'm not even exaggerating. He's, he's the, the, the uh, stunt coordinator. So that, that's pretty close. He was like, I've been stretching this kid out <laughs> for like a year when he was a year old. That's pretty close. <laughs> and so. <laughs> so. Shane, he was like five or six when they filmed this movie. He'd already won like 200 tournaments, like in everything. He was, he was in Taekwondo, Judo, Karate. Well, when you're competing against other six-year-olds, there can't be much talent there, man. Look, well, it's impressive, but... Shane couldn't do it, that's all I'm going to say. Well, Shane's well, got a look, soft heart. He was... Soft head. So... He was pretty impressive for. I mean, he was a little sloppy in the movie, but for a six-year-old, it was pretty impressive. I couldn't do it with the shit. What oh, Kane yeah. did? In this movie. Well, no. So stop fucking shitting on him. So he. So then he's like, "Let me show you." Fucking, he blew fucking Monakam's mind. He's like, "Holy fuck! Why do I need you? Let's make a movie about this. I have this idea. Does he have two brothers, three ninjas? <laughs> and that's how the idea for three ninjas started, Griff. They couldn't do it because he's like, "I'm not going to disrespect my father." Okay. So, yeah, so that's how, this is how it began. This is the birth of the greatest ninja actor of all time. Mm. Shane? N- what? No. What? No. I said greatest. Oh, okay. So you mu- must Was mean. Shane ever a ninja in anything? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think Kane was. I, that would have been so sweet if like, Kane, like, busted out a ninja costume. Would have been great. But it didn't happen, I guess. Well, he plays, I guess he plays a ninja now and, like, as an adult. But because he went on, of course, to be a huge star in Japan, and Shane is a janitor. I don't know. He's the we were just saying Shane is the Clint Howard to Kane's Ron Howard. Because like Kane's got it all. Shane, I, I mean, I love that analogy. Only problem with it is, I think we both love Clint Howard. Yeah, we both love Ron Howard, and you don't respect Shane at all. So <laughs> well, it, who, that's where it falls off. Show doesn't respect. Kane, this is Shane. a good point. I mean. 
There's a, there's a, and by the way, I want to apologize because I promised people that Shane wasn't in this movie. I forgot he's in he, the he's he in the is. beginning, but he gets killed almost instantly. He gets his is, comeuppance right away, and that was probably the greatest. Th- I, I, I'm sure played. you believed it was his comeuppance for just being not Kane. <laughs> that that actually they said that scene got cut out of the original cut because like, you can't show kids getting killed in movies. You know, I thought it was weird. It's like I don't know I if you great. should have such a graphic scene of a child getting murdered, but they did it. Golden Globus, man. They the first. I'm glad everything. this survived because you were saying that this movie was inten- like intended to be long. Well, no, it was long. There's like a half hour of footage on the chopping room floor. Woo. This was a two hour movie, Damn. and then Menachem, the genius that he is, is like, fuck that, ninety minutes, because that would, was their rule. Would you say it's the perfect length for this movie? It, it is. It really is. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the only even the the Furstenberger who, who did it, like he could only scene he remembered was there was a scene where Braden chopped somebody's head off. At the, yeah, they, so that was probably the only thing I'd want to see that wasn't in this movie. The rest is probably bullshit, like character development. Who wants to the see one that? scene that I read about that I was like, wait, did I see it or didn't I see it? Because I thought it was supposed to be like when the one guy gets his hand cut off in the stairwell. Yeah, but they said there was a visible tube spraying blood. No, that was the very end. Was it? Yeah, man, I'm so bad at watching these. Yeah, that was that was well. Spoil alert! That was Braden's death scene. Oh, but uh, so there it is, people. This that's the birth of the great, in my opinion, the greatest ninja movie. This might even be my favorite Golden Globus movie. I I fucking love this movie. No, I I would put this over. From what I know, I'd put this over most, especially for action. Yeah. So people, let's let's without further ado, let's get to it, Griff. Let's give people what they want. Let's give the people Shokazugi in. Revenge of the Ninja. The Ninja. Born of a 400-year-old tradition. Trained in the most exquisite subtleties of combat. The Ninja must be as wise as he is all-powerful. For if ever a ninja gives himself over to the dark side of his art, the destruction is terrifying. And absolute. Revenge of the Ninja. Starring martial arts master Sho Kosugi. And his son Kane Kosugi, six year old world karate champion. When he came to America, he put aside his weapons. I will not follow the way of the ninja. But he could not put aside his destiny as a warrior. And now, destiny has come searching for him. Two warriors. One in the service of evil. One bound by honor and vengeance must fight to the death. Because only a ninja can kill a ninja. Revenge of the Ninja. The great martial arts explosion of the 80s comes to America with full force. All right, Murray, let's get this show on the road. 
Hey! Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and take a moment for the audience to realize what I just did there. And the moment's gone. So, here's the thing. We've been doing these ninja movies. We've done like five of them now. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And we're constantly bringing up the nine powers of the ninja. Right. And I was trying to like show off to you how much I know about them. I got eight of the nine wrong. Yeah. Something like that. Well, as you know, ever since I've been a, a member of the Nang Chen Hair Club for Men. Yes. I have the, the magnificent ponytail like our, my sensei, Steven Seagal. I, most people like show, I'm assuming, you have to earn it. You have to. Me, I was magically imbued with <laughs> the nine powers because of my Nang Chen tail. So I am very intimately involved with the nine powers of the ninja and i want to explain them to you very quickly and while i'm doing it of course i'm going to do the hand symbols yeah while i'm doing it i'm so. excited for this nine powers of the ninja griff number one rin which is the strength of mind and body oh yeah you got that to spare right let's see this is how you do it oh man don't even know how you do that with your hands. You didn't you, think I could bend it, my finger that way, did you? I like that you make it seem like it's a struggle for you, for the audience. Yes. I know. Number two, Pio, direction of energy. I'm not sure what that means, but I know it. I have the power. It's like billiards. Okay. Number three, To, harmony with the universe, which, of course, I am harmonious with the universe. You got dirt in your pocket right now. Yes. Number four. Shaw. Healing of self and other. This movie actually shows a little Shaw. Yeah, it does. Well, it doesn't show it, but it happens in it. I mean, every day you come over and Millie scratches you in the face and you you kind of. Yeah, she got to work on her. Your your eyes roll back and next thing you know, the the cut's gone. And there's like a gong sound effect. There is. Number five. Kai. Premonition of danger. That's you think mm. I would tap in when you when when Millie scratches my face. I would tap into the fifth power. Well, you know, so it's she not wouldn't scratch real me. danger. It's her emotions running yeah, wild. She's just so happy to see me. She really is. Number six, gin. Knowing the thoughts of others. You know, whenever I drink gin, I think I know the power of others' thoughts. I knew you were going to say that. God damn it! Number seven, Retsu. Mastery of time and space. Whoa, we get when we're ninjas, we get metaphysical. Fuck Thanos, dude. I'm the master of time and space. Plus, he's only got six gems. You got right. nine powers. Exactly. Fuck, that. Fuck you, Thanos. Last time I checked, that's three more. Right. Mm. Number eight. Zai. Control the elements of nature. You notice when I got here, the rain stopped. It finally did. That's that was beautiful. Me. That was me. Yeah. Could you get the water that's like the lake out in front of my house? No, I no? couldn't. couldn't I, well, I, you notice I, I levitated across it. That's what, okay. No, and number nine, Zen, Enlightenment, Griff. Zen. That's X-E-N, for those that aren't enlightened. And this is how you do it. Uh, 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 oh, man. Look at that. It's impressive. Know, it is. So there you are, people. Now you really know the nine powers of the ninja that we are always referencing. But now it's time to go back to the shadows. Uh, past. Well, I guess it's the present. It's whatever time you want to believe No, it's it the past because this mo- the, the main movie takes place six years later. Six years? Yes. Oh, yeah, good call. It is six years. 
But we got to see Baby Show. Not Baby Show. Baby but he's, he's like 33, let's say. He's got two kids. Beautiful wife. We're assuming because Show's not in this scene yet. Well, we're it's like, of course, because it's so this would be 1977. Everybody in Japan still wore kimonos and like those samurai outfits and lived in the houses with the paper. I mean, they're walls. on like they're on like a farm. They're in the middle of nowhere. They're in Kid Rock country. They're in uh, like a bamboo forest. Yeah, and they're just living their life, loving it. Having we see, a good time. We, unfortunately, we had to see Shane. Yeah, and we see all of a sudden, all in the foliage, we see ninjas popping up. Do you think they should have been wearing black for the foliage and for the daytime attack? Well, black you can blend into the shadows, but I don't think you should have bright red headbands. No? Okay. That's where they went wrong. That was like, that's their gang color. You yeah. know, they have to show, they just represent. And so you see between, uh, there's um, ninjas just popping up everywhere, and they're looking at each other, doing some hand signals. We don't know what they fucking mean. Well, I do. But yeah, they're doing hand signals. And then they're like, why are we hiding? These are elderly people. Let's just kill them. Yeah, it's just elderly people, kids, and women. So they pop out of the shadows, and Grandpa is like, I ain't having this shit. Yeah. And he immediately gets stomped and stabbed. (laughs) They all stab in the same spot, like six samurai swords right in the same spot of the back. Yeah. And they just go to town on the fucking family. They are just taking out everybody. And you see the baby, and you're like, oh, my God, that baby's clearly got to live. Well, yeah, and then so Sho's wife is like, fuck Shane. I have to care about the real true heir of the family. <laughs> so she runs away with the baby and hides it because she's like, this is the future of the Kasugi family. <laughs> and she leaves Shane behind. <laughs> Shane immediately gets a ninja star in the middle of his forehead. Oh, my God. <laughs> the best acting Shane's ever done. <laughs> oh, no. And he just collapses. And then they kill grandma, and fortunately, other grandma shows because shows we'll learn that shows grandma mother is a ninja too. Yes, that she was not kept; she was gone. Yeah, and they're just laying waste. And then for some reason, I, I guess she got a little like guilty that she left Shane. His wife comes back. Yeah, she comes back. She hid the good son. Now she's like, okay, I still care about it. Yeah. I don't remember its I, name, yeah. but... I carried gonna, it for nine months, yeah. so I have some attachment to it. Yeah, I guess I can carry it one more time. And that was her downfall, because she gets an arrow right to the heart. Right to the heart. Shot through the heart. So, and the Shane, family annihilated. Sorry, shot through the heart, and Shane's to blame. There you you gave my ninja heart... A, fuck it, I should have stopped. Yeah, you were on a roll, and then you fucking Damn blew it. it. So, while that's going on, we see our man show. He's got the fucking samurai outfit on, not he's, the armor, but like yeah, the, he, no, he's the wearing giant his pants. like yeah, he's wearing a very uh, business ready samurai outfit. The the hammer pants on, yeah. the Janko jeans, as they're called. He's walking around with a guy who stole my jacket from me. It's Braden in his nice thick corduroy jacket, which I'm always wearing my oh, corduroy. I didn't even notice that you got an eye for corduroy. Mm. And they're they're discussing dis- discussing discussing uh, a business operation, and Braden's like, "Look, show, you're the greatest doll maker in Japan. Yeah, you could make millions in America with your dolls. Why are you wasting your life here?" And then Show's like, "Look, this is the land of my people. 
we have protected family. this land. His we, family's family. been living here forever, for generations. Yeah, we even we we've been. He's like, but he's like, but show ninjas are constantly killing your family members. Why don't you leave? Tradition. We've been here. You've been attacked by three ninjas. <laughs> and he's like, it's tradition. I will not leave. My father was killed by a ninja. My grandfather was killed by a ninja. I will be killed by a ninja eventually. It's the tradition because you know Japanese people are about tradition. And he's like, fine, pff, all right. And then they come, they come up to the house. Everybody's dead. Yeah, the ninjas had scattered at this point, so they're back like, to the shadows. They went back to the shadows because they want to see this next formidable opponent. Well, they, yeah, they, they know what show's about. I mean, like, they're ninjas. Ninjas are pieces of shit. So they show walks up, not sees all, all ninjas are evil. Dead goes up. Sees that Shane said, he's like, well, okay, where's Kane? Yeah, he was, he was, I'm not even joking. Yeah. He just walked past Shane, ran to his wife. Yes. He was like, he tripped over. She's like, what the fuck? Oh, it's Shane. <laughs> Kicked him into the fucking water. The little there. pond there. No, he did pull out the star out of his head. He was like, I could use this. Yeah. And then he kicks him into the water. And then he runs to his wife. He's like, Yoshi, no. And that's when the ninjas attack. It's, it's a fucking onslaught, and they're not quite like the normal fights we see, where it's like one at a time. They're like coming at them three at a well, time. Well, first thing that happens, they shoot arrows. Fucking show! Right hand catches an arrow. Left hand catches an arrow. Teeth catches an arrow. What the fuck? And they're like, "Oh snap!" What power of the ninja did he use to do all that? That was the. Uh, I'm gonna say the. First one, strength of mind and body. The first one. <laughs> or no, okay. How about this, Retsu, mastery of time and space. There you go. He slowed down time to catch those arrows. Definitely. And then, so him and his buddy Braden. Braden whips out a gun, or I don't know what the fuck. Did yeah, no, him? he busts out a gun and just starts like because he's God, a, he's the guy stupid. Jim. He's like, a fucking white man, round he, eye. He's down a fucking like little sidewalk basically and they yeah. just keep running down the sidewalk yeah, so it's just like shoot 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 it's like duck hunt no big deal and duck hunt was harder and <laughs> show is he's, he's putting on a show because he whips out his samurai sword and goes to town on him he's fighting a guy in like a bamboo forest ninjas, you're gonna call it a fucking samurai sword we taught you this last oh. time oh sorry katana it wasn't a katana what was it? It's just a little sword. It's a little short sword. Okay. Ninjas uh, use short swords. Okay, fuck. Right. We get so outraged by that. Well, your fucking name chain kind of fucks your head up. Sometimes I don't need to use weapons. My, I, I am a weapon. That's I don't need true. that shit. That's um, so. So we get fucking, uh, fucking show farts out a smoke pellet <laughs> and does a flip. Did you notice that he does a flip yeah. and his smoke yeah. pellet flies just, out? Just <laughs> <laughs> And he's doing flips and cutting motherfuckers and it's killing everybody. It's fucking amazing. And then uh, I don't even remember what happens after that. Dude, it, he just kills everybody. Yeah, I mean, they're laying waste to people. And again, like I said, this these fights are really cool because it isn't too much of like the 1v1 where everyone just surrounds him and then one person. It's like six people attacking at once and they're like figuring out ways where he ducks under slide steps the other it's cool it's fucking right. cool action scenes he's doing but fucking cartwheels and backflips and all this shit as we expected you know they they take everything out there's like the back-to-back moment where they're backing up and brayden and show run into each other and they're like ready to fight but right. it's like oh 
It's just Brayden. It's just show. And so, then what? And then Grandma shows up. Yeah. And she's like, "What happened? Who is that? Oh, that's that's Shane." <laughs> and she's like, "What well, the fuck?" And then Brayden's like, "Well, I guess you don't have a family now to worry about. You need to come to America. You we have to. You're you're not going to survive here." Yeah, it's clear. You, you have this survive. golden child here because. While this was going on, show finds the child hidden, yeah. like much like like uh, like a little like uh, Moses when he was in the water and yep, shit. Yep, yep. Bring it all back to well, religion. It's, it's, it's Easter, Easter time, time buddy. Man. It's, it's and uh, he's gonna be the savior. And so uh, she's like, he's like, she starts thinking it over. He's like, yeah, maybe you're right, Grandma. She's smart. She's just like. Don't trust that round eye. Yeah. And then I love it. They do a close-up of his round eyes. Like, this zoom lands on his, like, and he's like, there's something up with this Braden guy. Yeah. I, I love that there's a moment where Shane, or, sorry, Shell, he's like, I taught my son never to trust anybody. And yet, here's Shell trusting fucking this piece of shit. Well, we don't know. He could have probably known Braden for years. You know, Braden could have saved his life at one time. They don't. Maybe that was in the half hour they got cut off. There was more backstory it, it, about I think their there relationship. Was. So he's like, okay, yeah. Grandma still doesn't trust him. She's like, you are this. She whips out this medallion where it's like, uh, what kind of bird was that? I have no idea. Look like a seagull on the hummingbird. And he's like, this is what we are about. And he's like, look, mom. We got to get the fuck out of here. So we're going yeah. to the America. Coming to America. A nice ninja font appears on the screen. Six years later, we drop the camera. And as we drop down, we see Kane just walking with his grandma. His grandma, of course, in a nice kimono because she will not wear anything other than trish- exactly. traditional Japanese attire. And Kane's got his sick satin L.A. Dodger jacket that, on. Okay, that was wonderful. <laughs> They, they had that kid matched up. He had the Dodgers hat, the Dodgers. Fucking trucker cap hat. Yeah. He was, like, way ahead of his time. Truck, and then he had, like, the blue Asics on. I'm like, man, how much money is this family <laughs> making? Because that's an expensive outfit. Right. And he's probably walking, why these these people were jealous. I, I, I think so. We're walking by. We're seeing, like, the 13-year-old thugs. Don't worry. Yeah. I got a nice Instagram out there, so go look for it. It's like the evil Goonies. It, it is the young version of like every Golden Globus thug group. Right. So you know, multicultural, you got, multiracial. Exactly. One and, of the kids has a straight cat satin jacket on. A lot of satin jackets <laughs> in this movie. Straight cats. <laughs> he did. So they're of course just like, hey, this kid likes the fucking Dodgers. Hey, we're Angels fans in this part of town. And then of course. It's true to like uh, a true son of Sho Kazugi, Kane's totally respectful. Like, yeah, could you please move out of my way? Again, we talked about this. Shane's only line other than or Kane's only line other than no and hiya. Well, he has a great line at the end, which oh, we'll get he? to. Okay, yeah, but yeah, and Chris like fuck you, Dodger fan. They get, oh. they take their baseball seriously in LA. They really do. I mean, this is eighty three. Yeah. Kurt Gibson was like a few years away from hitting that home run. Ooh, that donger. And so Kane's like, all right, I guess I have to murder you. Yeah. And he just goes on blitzkriegs these motherfuckers. He's just kicking him in the fucking face. He's getting like twice his size. Yeah, I mean, he's no show, so Kane is like they're walking at him one at a time, and he's like flipping them. I like all the maneuvers he's using because it's like using their weight against them type of shit. It's not him just like – Punching him in the jaw, little Mac style, and they're flopping over. 
But there is the one great uh, maneuver that the thugs try to pull yeah. where the one kid had a bike. Yeah. And he, like, jumped off it. But then they're like, get on your bike, get on your bike. <laughs> so he gets on his bike. And then the other guy helps him get more momentum and, like, pushes him. And he pushes him right into a roundhouse kick from uh, yeah. Shane. He gets one pedal into his momentum. Oh, boy. God, that's two weeks in a row I spilled my drink. Um gets one pedal into his momentum before he gets a fucking kick <laughs> to the gut, falls off his bike. And then I love, this is how uh, detailed this movie is. We learn, we're shown, not learn, that Kane also, he's a ninja too because he uses some dirty tricks. He grabs some mulch, hurls it in their eyes, yeah. and then kicks him in the balls. I mean, this is Don't so... fight dirty if he has to. It, this is so appropriate. Don't fight this ninja This is the ninja to. way to fight. I love it. I love everything about it. And grandma's in the background. Yes. Yeah, grandma is loving it. She's and then he's he's just about he grabs a kid by the hair. He's just about to give the death blow to this fucking kid. Oh. And then what the hand just grabs his fucking fist. Did you notice the the kid he was about to kill was a young uh fucking Frank or whatever his name was from Young Warriors? I did not know. We were almost Kevin or Kevin. We were almost rid of Kevin. Oh, we almost God. didn't get his hand. I think that's what turned his life around and he went into animation. That's probably what made him insane. It might have. And uh, if only fucking Kane was around when Portef was getting coming home from the prom. Yeah, if only. And if only she, if only they weren't racist. If he was, if she was <laughs> dating Kane instead of Roger, he would have had that shit. He's like, I'll take care of these bi- bikers. Uh, so I don't know why we're talking about last week's show. episode. So show, show, show like stops and like, what did I tell you? You never use your ninja power. Fucking people twice his age. But I yeah. want to point out, show is also dubbed in this movie really badly. Yeah, and so because he, I guess he had a really thick Japanese accent at the time, even though he'd been in America for at least ten years. So, uh, they they go home, and we get a scene where he's yeah. Grandma tell like the only thing they take from that is Grandma tells show like no, you got to teach this kid the way of the ninja. Right, but never use it. Never because use that's it. The, that's the way we. That's the way these movies are built yeah. on. You must know. You, you must know this. Inf, this like knowledge, but never use it. Yeah. So we're in the dojo. We got the fucking samurai outfits on again. The big fucking Janko jeans. Get the swords out. And he's like fucking Kane's doing his katas. He's like ha 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 doing all his moves. Fucking show tear in his eyes. It's like this kid's amazing. He's Beautiful. Just like, and fuck, Kathy comes in, who's a student of show. She's watching. Just loving it. She's wearing, she's got the half gi on. She's not wearing any pants. She's just got the gi top on. And uh, fucking Kane's just, he's just like, he stops, he stops, he's just kidding. Great, Kane. And he shows him the sword. And we see that the sword is tied shut. Yeah. So you can't pull it out of the sheath. Aye. Surrender this sword. Aye. Put it on hiatus. Until I need to murder again. Well, no, he's like, I will never use this sword again. I will never use it. I know I will use it again. I'll never use it again. The way He winked at his son when he said, I'll never use it again. I will never go the way of the ninja. Neither should you. You should know all this shit, but never use it. Never use it. And he's like, that's great, Dad. I'm going to go hit the showers. (laughs) So while that's going on, Kathy shows up. Kathy, she's she's just fucking into it. She's like, oh, my God. He's, He's a... Badass, he's a great father. He's I want to fuck hair this guy. On his head. He's got amazing hair. It's so it's beautiful. So she's like, "Hey, 
you want to roll around a little? Yeah, let's like, tussle. And she was like, uh, don't you want to wear pants first? I don't think so. <laughs> you know what that means, people. I don't know, but that I think. Well, what it means is that they're going to fucking, I mean, they they start sparring. Well, she's like, I'm wearing pants. I'm wearing ugly pantyhose. Yeah. Ugh. And so <laughs> they start fighting and like, you know, she's, she's pretty good. Yeah. Because she's been working for, they, they, it took six years in the making to get this fucking art gallery with ninja dolls set up. So she's been working with them for free. She's just getting some ninja lessons. Yeah. And I mean, this is how great a person Kathy is. She just did it on the side, man. She's just like, I just love what you're doing. I mean, she put so much of her own fortune at stake here. She can't even afford pants anymore. Right. And so they're tussling. We're seeing that she that, that not only is he a great father, a great person, he's a great teacher. Because Kathy is holding her own mm-hmm. for a while. And then Shane's Well, she, Show is just that good of a teacher. He knows right. how to play down to everybody's level. You're he's, right. He's that fucking good, man. He, he's he so bu- good. He builds them up. Again, more good stunt work. Right. I mean, and she, this woman had never done martial arts at all. Really? No, never. And there is no stunt double. This Not, is yeah. the woman. They that, just, they just yeah. taught her, like, look, they're like, show taught, literally, in the, like, behind the scenes taught her. It's like, just treat it like a dance, like yeah. we're doing these moves. And she does, she holds her own. She does pretty good. That's essentially what it is. And then, of course, the master has to show he's the master. So he pins her down. And yeah. like, good one. She's like, are you ready to fuck me? He's like, yeah, yeah, she, while they're pinned down, she like gets, she kind of tilts her head a little bit and she puts on this face that says like, hey, I got one other thing that needs tackling. Got nothing here. So we're going to get a nice hard break from there. We go right to the storefront. And we, we I mean, it's, we, it's, we haven't, we've heard about these dolls. We haven't seen them yet. Griff. The layout is immaculately tacky. It's oh my just, God. There's neon signs everywhere. It's a there. The neon signs and that it, it reminds me of any kind of suburban we want to be like. In '83, this uh, was the height of class. This the so, way. It's it's just oh man, you know it's like it's awful, and so. The room's totally dark, and there's these spotlights on these little, like, platforms where they have their dolls, and they're in glass cases. And Braden shows up, because he's financing it. And he's like, oh, he comes with, like, I think I'm going to assume she was a prostitute, because she was wearing a really tacky, like, rabbit fur coat. Yeah. And she she notices the one doll, and she, like, touches it. Well, he's like, first of all, he's like, Cho, Cho. He stretched. His character's name is Cho. Yeah. So he's really stretching as an actor. Really? Kane still has to be Kane. And he's like, "This is immaculate. I couldn't. Have, it, I, I can't believe it took you six years to do this. This looks like twenty years to do this. Oh. It's so amazing. The neon everywhere. It's ah! everything. The purples, the pinks, the blues. And Shane. I mean, show. <laughs> he he like blushes a little. He's a little. He's just like that's he's, the curse of Shane. I keep every <laughs> time I want to go for a show, I say Shane. And I know it's it's heresy. And then, like you said, the prostitute, she's checking out this ninja doll. Most of them are geisha dolls. Yeah. And there's a sword. And he's like, you know, nothing. She's like, I heard she, about these these ninjas. They're scumbags. She fucking touches the sword. It's sharp as shit. Yeah, she cuts, she cuts her, her finger, finger on this little plastic sword. And she's like, you little bastard ninja. All these ninjas are shit. They're garbage. And then she, she he's just knowing the knowing glance. He's like, yeah. you know. Not all ninjas are evil. Yeah. That is a lie. 
And then he explains. He, he fucking ninja explains to yeah, her. Yeah, he gives us some ninja explanations. And then she's just like, hmm, I'll put that away in my brain. Yeah. And then uh, what happens, Griff? Well, that's when we get, you know, they kind of like cut away from this. And, and Kane's just kind of going through the studio. And I'm pretty sure Kane's being haunted by Shane Spear right now, his dead brother. Because he goes up to one of those fucking dolls and he just knocks it over. I think you're right because when he's when Kane's not kicking ass, he's basically a zombie. He's like catatonic. Yeah, you notice him just staring off into a <laughs> random direction, like his head is yeah. perfectly still, just staring into nothingness. And he just knocks. knocks. He's like he's like a fucking asshole cat. He just like knocks it off yeah. the table from. And the area. camera just points to his face, and he's just like dead eye, just nothing. <laughs> he, no, there's nothing really behind is. the face. He is. There's no expression. And then Kathy comes to the room. She's just like Kane. How could you do... I'm sorry, Mel. How could you do that? And Kane is... He is no, no reaction. No reaction. <laughs> reaction. And, and we notice it go. It pans down the camera, and we see there's a broken dun, dun, dun. doll, and there's a white powder substance. Everywhere. I, Everywhere. So ba- I, I so badly want to put my pinky in it and rub it on my gum to see if it was coke. I just wanted to gum it. But it turns out it's heroin. Yeah. I, I had to go back and correct the notes, because I was like, oh, that's cocaine. Yeah. Well, it's it's coming from Asia, so it has to be heroin. It's got to be fentanyl nowadays. And so she's like, she's like, she. I think she thinks she traumatized Kane because he's not reacting at all. Yeah. And she's like, don't worry, I won't tell your father about this. Well, she Just, did slap him. So let's. Get, she did do that, but he deserved it. And she's like, <laughs> let's. Wait, she broke a fucking priceless doll. It takes months to make these dolls, as as uh, show told us earlier. Yes. And she's Adrian like, Peterson, she's like I'll clean it up. You just go play. And he's just like, nothing. He just walks off like a zombie. Yeah. So now we've got like this weird angle going on here. We need to figure out what's, what is happening because, you know, we know there's some weird ninjas going on out there, but we don't really know who our villains are yet. Well, now we do, Griff. Because, because Kathy yeah. makes a beeline for the telephone, and she calls Braden, and we learn that Grandma was always right. This fucking evil round eye, he, his plan was all along. To import heroin inside these dolls and then sell it to fucking Dude, Kev, the Kevins of the world. Good kudos to him because I don't know how the ninja doll we were talking about earlier. Show is like, the doll is over 400 years old. So it's like, how did they get the, the heroin in there? No, That's no, super no, no. Impressive. He said ninjas are over 400 years old. Oh, did he? Yes. Okay. So, okay. Either way. These so, are just these aren't these aren't antiques, but they they're just so exquisite. They take like four months to build one doll. Sure. So, uh, Braden now knows that Kane saw the powdery dust, but you know, fucking Kathy's trying to get him off the hook. Braden's not really happy. Yes, too Kathy's learned. Even though Kathy, she's we learned that she was implanted by Braden to kind of infiltrate the family, but then yeah. she she has come to love the family. And she's like, these are good people. So she's conflicted. Yeah. She wants to get paid, but she's still like, oh, so I like how you said that because Braden also wants to get paid. So he's going to head over to his contacts that he was working out like this heroin deal with. Yeah. He drives this beautiful, I'm going to call it a Trans Am. I don't remember what car he drove. It was like a Cadillac. Did you notice what uh, fucking show drove? Like a Camry Accord or something? El Camino. Did he? Yeah. I did not notice. Yeah, he put his logo on and everything. Which did you do? You remember what his logo looks like? 
it was like a weird like Star Wars like a, emblem. It, it like looked like a saggy butt. <laughs> it was kind of like, that's all I could think, I think about. Yeah, it. I don't know. I thought I thought it was supposed to be like a like a stork or some shit. I like thought that, I thought maybe it's supposed to be stork, but the like, the shadowing they did, I was like, that's a butt. Back to the shadows. <laughs> that's a butt. So <laughs> you you really saggy you pointed this out. I want plan. you to I want you to enlighten everybody as to yeah. what could, not, not only does Brayden have the most fly Cadillac. I almost for a second I thought it had wood paneling, but it was just the light shining off the side. So oh, like that is super fly. That he has wood been, paneling on the side. Amazing. But he's got a vanity place to sensei on it. And I, I I'm sorry to ruin this. <laughs> Show for the whole movie is like Braden's a ninja? <laughs> Guy got motherfucking sense and his license plate. Dude. Maybe in the six years that they've been setting up this amazing uh, art gallery that he taught, like, because uh, he was like, "Look, dude, I almost got killed at your house. I had a gun. Can you teach me some ninja shit?" Maybe that's what yeah. I'm gonna use because he's teaching Kathy. So, so Brayden meeting with Cafano. He's his, of course, Italian. Of course, because they're the only criminals in America, or the yeah. mob. And, uh, you know, he goes up to meet with everybody. He's, you know, amongst the wolves. Well, Cifano is, like, naked on a massage table. Ooh. He's got a slice of pizza in one hand, a glass of wine in the other. Cannoli waiting in the distance. <laughs> and he's getting... Beautiful set. Again, good shot by the director. And his main henchman is, like, massaging him for some reason. Got that thick mustache, yeah, scar in his like, mouth. He's like an elderly man massaging him. He's really weird. And, we're, we, and then we, we they point out his... Fucking super handsome nephew is always looking in the mirror. They're, they're all, there's eight people gathered in this room, watching him all, getting massaged, all standing in the same like ten foot perimeter, right. <laughs> watching the uncle get massaged. And yeah, the nephew is he's grooming his hair. It's like a, it's like, like look the, at that paisano there. He thinks he's fucking Marlon Brando or something. What the fuck? Get out of here. Yeah, he, he, Cafano at the moment, he's just like, my nephew, he just, you know, he's got the matters of the dick in his heart. And if I remember correctly, according to the director's commentary, that guy, the reason they hired him, because he was like in The Godfather, but he had like a small role. And, and he I, was Godfathering it up. He was chewing the scenery as well as that pizza. And, I mean, we see more of this man than we've seen of most men <laughs> yeah. in most movies. Yeah, this is the first tit scene. But, fortunately, it's an old <laughs> elderly Italian man. And he's like, hey, Braden, get over here. He's like, and Braden's like, Braden had fuck. I loved it. He had, like, a almost James Earl Jones voice. Like, the the stunt coordinator who also did the on the director's commentary thought, like, was that a, is that a dubbing? And the guy's like, no, that's his voice. Because he had a very Velvety, yeah, strong voice. Rich. like. Yeah. He's like, I need my money. Hey, we'll get you your money. Don't forget about it. Don't worry. Yeah. Take yeah. a cannoli home for now. He's we'll like, I gave you a hundred grand. And he's like, I need it all now. The Japanese Yakuza are on my ass. They do not mess around. You do not want to mess with these people. And, of course, the, the mafia, they think they're the bad asses. So, like... They gotta yeah. be like, oh, fuck them. They'll get it when they, they get it. Yeah. You can t- go tell them to shove some dicks up their butts because they ain't getting it. You're not getting it now. So you can just make like an egg and beat her it. And great. I should have said a vegan egg and beat her it. Yeah. I don't know what any of that means. But so Braden goes, I'm warning you. You must pay me. Fuck you. You're dead. He threatens them. He's yeah. like, you. He's like, hey, it's out of my hands. You're gonna fucking die. Cafano, Get me my money. Cafano is just like, I'm watching HBO. 
you can uh, take your threats. You ever heard of this Game of Thrones show? It's <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> he's like, hey, if if you want if God you want a whore, <laughs> you can go buy one. If you want your money, <laughs> earn it. Oh, and man. so Braden fucks off. He's furious. We immediately get a scene of Braden going home. He's pissed. He's punching his punching bag. He's got a Cofano face on it. <laughs> He's like, Cofano, you motherfucker. And then he pulls open his, what we think is a sock drawer, but it's actually it's a ninja drawer. His ki- and he whips out his Kinjitashi case. Woo! Opens it up. Got this beautiful silver mask of like a, a Japanese demon, an Oni is what they an call them. yeah. And he's got all his fucking tools of the trade. It's like it looks like a doctor's, like uh, I think like old fashioned doctors would have. Yeah. But it's a Kinjitashi case. I fucking love how this next like thirty minutes sets up because obviously Sho has put ninja lifestyle away, but I want to see a fucking ninja at work, Fuck, a real yeah, I do shitty ninja at work. And right. so Braden puts his kit together. He gets his gi on. It's a fucking 99-degree day in Utah. Man's wearing all-black mask. <laughs> He's got a mask on a mask. A mask on mask. He's got the silver mask and the ninja mask over the silver Dude, mask. Dude, I don't know how he doesn't fog up the fucking eye holes of that thing, but he manages not to. So the first movie does. He gets the, the old guy with the mustache that was massaging. Yeah. He knows that is like... His got to be Kafano's favorite guy. Yeah, so more so than his nephew, even. So they're having a nice picnic. So it was shocking me because we learned last week in 83, yeah. nobody did picnics anymore. It was all about the orgy. Yeah, <laughs> yes, good call. And, of course, <laughs> Kafano's main guy, his massage, masseuse. Uh, he, he'd be he, all up for an orgy. He's drinking the fuck out of some beers, and everyone in his family is like, man, you've been crushing those beers. Like, yeah, but they run right through me, so I'm going to go hit the bisser. got to drain my old vein here. Drain the main vein. So he hits that fucking cough, the the the, the fucking sports arena where they just do the, <laughs> yeah, the trough. giant bathtub trough. Yeah, that's the one. And, and then once again, I don't know why there's another dog chained up in the bathroom. That's a running <laughs> theme in all of our movies. Why was there a jail cell in the bathroom? By the way, did know. you notice that? <laughs> fucking a, there was a jail cell in because- there. As we learned from George Michaels, a lot of weird shit goes on in the public in the, bathrooms. In the public bathrooms and in, in, in parks. So Brayden, of course, comes out in his whole ninja garb. He's like standing on the toilet, like hiding. Yeah, and then he <laughs> and then he comes out. Masseuse sees him and is just like, "What the fuck is this? Halloween?" <laughs> and he just fucking. Boom! Just punches him in the chest, like with a fucking you know ninja. Oh. Yeah, I think taps into the fucking. First, he taps into the, the first power of the ninja, which is strength of body, because yeah, he just yeah. crushes the guy's rib cage. Yeah, and then he kicks I mean, him in the sh- uh, the thigh. It's definitely what happened because the Musu says, "You just crushed my rib cage." And then he kicks him in the thigh, and he collects. And then he just lightly touches his head and snap, snaps his fucking neck. Oh. And you think he'd be instantly dead, but the guy, I guess he wanted to have a great death scene. So he's like, oh, oh. Like, like five minute death scene. Ugh. We get it. You're dead. So Cafano is he's hitting the streets again. I think he's going to meet with his contact. His nice hobo man. And he's brilliant. I love this guy. We're wearing the same pants, actually. I don't know if you noticed the guy had like the nice hobo pants, fucking green, weird green color. Yeah, it was kind of like he was like I don't a, know what to call he this was. Green. I would describe him as a homeless snake pliskin because he's got an eye. Yeah, patch. he's got the eye patch. You tell you can tell he's been through some shit. He's got scars. Got an eye he's patch. Probably Vietnam. Vet. He's got a rope 
cinching his pants up. Yeah, it's it's very, there's a lot of stereotypes in this movie. So yes, he's the most st- he's got a little bindle on his stick. He's like the most stereotypical hobo. He's wearing yeah. he's got like painted on stubble like a hobo clown. It's oh, it's amazing. And he's like, hey, you didn't hear it from me, but. What is, I don't even remember what he said. The like, Japanese are looking for you? Well, he gets a little more racist than that. No. I don't know. It's, I think Japs is pretty racist. It, now but, it is, but not in 83. Okay. It was, but he's just like, them Japs are moving in on you. And he's like, the, the Japanese? Really? And by the way, it's Japanese. <laughs> like, Come on. Hey, it's Japanese. Who the fuck are you? Some kind of Goomba? Yeah. <laughs> and so he's just like, hey, you, just, you heard it from me. Pay the man. Guy pulls out a big wad, gives him a twenty. Come on, he's gave this guy some fucking amazing. I love that his that henchman was like the Jim Cornette of henchmen. He had the giant <laughs> glasses on, but the suit. He had the tennis racket over his shoulder. <laughs> Loved it. So pays him. Guy counting his bills. You see that one eye just fucking. And it's just one bill. Him. That's amazing. It's he counts one. it. He's just like constantly flipping through it. And then you see that ninja cachete case again. Broad daylight, city, thousand folks everywhere. Shuriken is pulled out. <laughs> Shuriken right in the eye. I don't know if I can right, post that on Instagram, but it right might be on, up there. Sure. Right. You can't, I, said, you, I, I know you, you that picture. You know what? I, you can't post it on fucking Facebook because those fucking assholes. Yeah, they would, they would definitely Yeah, that's us. why we don't have Facebook. So, yeah, he hits him on the side of the eye. Do you notice they didn't hit him in the eye? Oh, yeah. No, I showed you that picture. <laughs> you hit him. <laughs> But he hit in the perfect spot, right in the brain. I mean, as we learn later, show tells us, there's only one way that's a good kill a man, right between the gate of the eye. And he does a great, like, fall into this, like, outdoor... It's a fountain. Fountain, exactly. Yeah. It's a fountain. <laughs> and <laughs> you see the blood pooling. It's a beautiful shot. And Kefano, he's kind of freaked. No one else... By the way, is freaked. This man is shrieking. I have a shuriken in my eye. I'm dying. No one gives a fuck. But Kafano is just like, this sounds like my contact. Goes back over, sees the blood. The fountain is filled with blood now. It's been three seconds. Takes that 20 back. Takes the 20 back, of <laughs> he course. He ain't going to need it. They flip him over, see the shuriken, and he's just like, God damn, do you guys want to go to Benihana? I'm hungry. I got a for some rice. I got I want to get some of that crisp crisp yellowtail in my mouth. You know they shoot the sake in your mouth. They it's shoot. amazing. <laughs> so so now you you wondered why we brought up this fucking handsome as fuck nephew because yeah. it's his turn to die. Yeah. So we just we get a ninja eye view of this. A great fucking directing. This guy gets it, man. He's a he's an action movie savant. This yeah. is his first fucking action movie. We get the doors that open up to this Goes the, nice fucking hot su- tub. Super classy fucking So room. classy. We see a porno mag laid out right on the... Oh, these guys right, have right to... Right on the glass table. They have to be getting frisky if they've been looking at... Uh, was it a Playboy or was it a Hustler? It was a... I would say Penthouse. Oh, my God. They went Penthouse? Yeah, it was Penthouse. Oh, they're going to be boning for a while. And... And we you see, see the nephew just fucking chugging right out of a champagne bottle. Yeah, I know it's classy like it's classy. that. And he, yeah, they're in like well, they're in a they're not. It's not a hot tub. This is a giant bath. It's a bubble bath. And it was a bubble bath. Thought it was a hot tub. No, it was a bubble. It could have been a hot tub, but they had okay, They okay. had bubbles in it. If you say it's if you say it's a bath, it's a bath. I mean, you could put bubbles in a fucking hot tub. But I yeah, know I said that just five seconds ago. And so. <laughs> <sighs> But it's blocked off. It's got like the like 
what are those things called? Like a changing room thing? You get like a yeah. I don't know what those are called. Yeah, but you, you get you get what we mean. Blinders. And we see the Kinja Tache case open up, and he whips out these giant needles in the, the old ninja blowgun, the old bamboo blowgun. Oh my god! He's going old school with the bamboo. And we There's just no defense against that. Cut back because man, we just saw Kafano's tits. We're seeing some real tits now. Oh. And he's making out with the, the, the floozies with, and we see that, that, that blind that we were talking about, and right in the, where the two pieces meet, we see the blow dart go through there. <laughs> fucking pretty boy Floyd gets the fucking giant ass sewing needle in the back of his neck. Oh. You can tell it's poisonous because he immediately has some like gray shit around the wound. It's oh, like, wow. I didn't even notice. Yeah. Details, man. Details. And he just collapses on top of the woman. So she's like underwater. She's. Barely struggling. She's kind of into it, I guess, because she's not really struggling, even though this is a fight for her life. Yeah. Braden just rolls in, puts the knife at her throat, uh, the, the sword at her throat, and just pushes her underwater. She's not even fighting at all. No. She's no. she's like, I know I'm going to die. I'm just going to let it happen. I, I don't know what she's on, but it ri- <laughs> like people, they have that I'm gonna fight. Say heroin. F- they had that fight or flight feeling, you know? And she, she- chose. Neither. <laughs> yeah, she exactly. Chose, she chose. She com- chose the Shane way. Curl oh. up in a ball and let the death come. To I you. was gonna say nihilistic way, but no, the Shane. She chose the Shane way to go, and so we lose two more main characters of this movie. <laughs> well, main main characters. And I, I do we get Cafano right away talking yes. to the police? Yes. So the police finally show up. Braden's kind enough to call it in. Yeah, and so the cops show up, and they're like, "Yeah, the Kefano, he's gonna show up and uh, identify this body." Yeah, Kefano rolls Kefano in. got the fucking, fucking like, like pinstripe suit, total like the beautiful, most, the got cheese, a yeah, on like and the everything. cheesiest gangster outfit, like a zoot suit. They reveal the bodies. He's like, "Hey, where's my, where's that sexy ass nephew of mine?" I I think what they said was. Do you want to see him? And he's like, what do I need to see him for? He's dead. And like, but they reveal it yeah, anyway. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to show you anyway. Because they're stuck together in a sexual kind of way. Uh, great joke. Great. Great joke. Yeah. They're they're act people. They're actually stuck together from fucking. Yeah. Even though they weren't fucking when the murder happened. Somehow his dick slipped in her when he landed on or her. Or Braden just has a sense of humor. It's just like, <laughs> I'm going to fucking. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with that. That's a yeah. good story. Braden so, really And wants somehow it. they're stuck together. He's like, you couldn't get rid of these, put these, separate these two with a crowbar. I'm pretty sure Braden had his eye on like getting a CSI deal going on, a TV series. And he's like, hey, I showed up to this murder scene once and the guy dick was in the woman's vagina. I think that's what was happening here. He's trying to come up with material for his writing career. And he's like. You know something, Cafano. Tell us. We can protect you. I don't know nothing. I'm out of here. Ugh. So he just takes off. The the police chief, though, he's just like, man, I got to get some information about this. Right. And he happens to turn to one of his colleagues. Yes. Dave, Dave Hatch. Hatch. Dave Hatcher. Dave Hatch. Who's also a friend of shows, played yeah. by show. And he starts explaining to him. He's just kind of like doing it now. Well, first we get a nice little scene. We learn that I don't know if he's he's a cop, right? Because I know he's training yeah. the cops in martial arts, but he's also a cop. Yeah, because, I think you're going a step too far. No, I'm not because we, we first see him. He's in his karate gi working out. Oh he's yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Cops. When he's training with Frank Nero, I'm pretty sure Frank Nero is in that scene. <laughs> well, there were a lot of like balding guys with mustaches balding guys with mustache. and short shorts. <laughs> yeah, and, you're right. And you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. And then the cop captain goes, yeah, Dave, I need to talk to you for a minute. The point Murray had to bring that up for is that David Hatcher knows his shit. 
He's right. pretty talented. This guy was actually a real martial artist in real life. Oh, interesting. And actually, I got, I, uh, I'm glad you brought this up because I have a funny story because David Hatcher, the, well, it's, I don't know what his fucking real name is. I forget. It's like Tom something, Hatcher. It, it's something Vitaly. And he was, he was uh, on this film. It's like it was his first film. And he would he went up to show one day. It's like show, you're you're really not a ninja, right? You know you're you're not a ninja. And the show fucking dead serious is like, no, I am a ninja. Like show really believed he was a ninja. Oh man! And then I have I have this is the most slap. This is the most Shane like story. It fucking infuriates me. When this movie came out, day uh, oh, but Vitaly and show. Would like sometimes go to viewings just to see how the audience is reacting. Hang to it. out in the back, you know. And then, like a minute before the movie lets out, show would like run out to the to the, um, the what's the word I'm looking for the lobby mausoleum mausoleum the lobby, and he would just stand with up near the exit, and people walk out because he want people to be like, oh my god, it's Shokazuki. Nobody recognized Shokazuki. Oh it was such a Shane fucking moment. Shane, Shane on you people for not recognizing Shokazuki. Shane, So I just wanted to kick show in the balls for a second. So, so Chief meets with Dave. Well, he's not Chief. He's just a, he's just a homicide detective. 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 And he's like, here, I got these x-rays. Where have you ever seen? How can you? Where have you ever seen someone? This look shit, at look at this bone here. This it is, was this is the biggest bone in the body, and it's broken like nothing. At a ninety degree angle, he was very specific about the ninety degree angle. He's like Bob Vila. I was watching his show, and he taught me about ninety degree angles, right yeah. triangles, all that shit. Bob Vila's the best. So he knows his angles, but he doesn't know his ninjas because yeah. he's like, do you know anybody who could do this? This, and he's anybody. like. He's like, all, all I know is ninjas could do this. Nobody else could break oh, bones like this. Detective, only ninjas could do this. And he's like, and you, as luck would have it, I know a ninja. Let's go talk to him. Oh, and that's when we get fucking David. He's now training with Show. Right. They're just sparring it up. And again, different levels. Show always knows how to show up for the level of his student. But he always also knows how to kick ass at the end. Well, like, well, obviously. And he does it. He yeah. Fucking destroys David. He needs to t- like teach these guys, like, hey, you're doing really good, but also, I'm still way better than you. <laughs> right. And he is. Way better. But Dave, he, he, he understands that, and he's just like, you know, hey, I... I was just so happy to be talking to these cops. Can you come in? Like they, they, yeah, they he, think a ninja murders happened. He explains the broken bone, and show is just like, hmm. mm, that sounds very ninja like. If he had a the beard that they grow, like the Fu Manchu, like, 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 he would have like been Pai Mei from in, Kill Bill. But no, he was thinking, and he just puts a finger to his face and kind of. But there that is way. a gong sound effect. There. Why the gongs, man? I don't know. I thought we were beyond that. Not in 83. Not in 83. And so, dude, this whole movie's about stereotypes. It really so is. So show walks in. He shows up at the at the precinct. Yeah. And he's, like, breaking it down. He's like, this is totally a ninja thing. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, of course, he scoffs at the idea of ninjas. This yeah. fucking asshole police detective. He's like, that's ridiculous. Ninjas. Absolutely what, ridiculous. What next? Santa Claus? And he like, he's like, and next you're going to tell me this is actually a lethal weapon. <laughs> Throws like a ninja star at him. And Sho takes it, traces like one of the tips with his finger, and it's just like, you see, this is the perfect length. If you throw it between the gate of the eyes, you can murder a brain. And he's like, that's exactly what happened. I, I'm starting to come around on this yeah. ninja shit. And then he fucking accidentally knocked 
accidentally, I think he purposely did this to test show's resolve. He fucking, not, maybe not resolve, but reaction. Knocks the mug over. Show catches that motherfucker. Cat-like reflexes. Cat-like. Does not let a drop spill from the right. mug. It, it, somehow there's more coffee in it. I don't yeah. know how that happened. Like, uh, it's it's amazing. He multiplied it. He's <laughs> like Penn and Teller all in one. He tapped into the eighth <laughs> control of the elements of nature. Wow. Hey, coffee does come from nature, so. Yeah, it's water. So Have, he fucking, <laughs> he puts it back on the uh, table, and he just kind of winks at him. And, and then there's another gong. Crazy. Gong. <laughs> And so, so now we cut back. Cafano, he's getting the message. He's scared shitless of what he's got. Two, up to. two of his main guys are dead now. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey there, tell them Japs to leave my family alone." You're a dead man, Braden. Braden's like, "Whatever." Yeah, so you can bring it, you bitch. And then he's click, and then Cafano, he's like, "Fuck this, Braden guy. I'm cutting him out." I want you guys to go Ooh. to this uh, this art gallery place, and I want you to get all them dolls and yeah. fuck Braden, cut them out. So, of course, we're talking about Show's place, but before we go there, we finally get to see Cafano's two best guys. Yes. And really, it's about the one best guy, because if you're a Super Mario fan, as I like to ex- describe these two, you know that Mario's number one and Luigi's somewhere distant. Right. Ninth, tenth place. Right, but Mario steps forward, and Mario is not so much Italian as he is um, full indigenous. You <laughs> made fun of me the last time I said Native American, so he's a full indigenous Indian, human right. being. Yeah, that's a safe American. Way you say it. I'm indigenous gonna, American. I'm just going to say Indian because he's straight up Indian. He's like the most cliche. He's all right. Let's just yeah. break it down for it. He's Deer got hide vest. He got the buckskins on. He's got. Mm. Fucking buckskin, mock, knee-high moccasins yeah. on. He's got the fucking pigtailed hair. Oof. And I think, was his name Chief, too? His name was Chief. And literally, as he's walking out of the room. I will say this. The guy was a legitimate Indian. Though. He was, yeah. yeah. I love, A, that they cast it. All he needed was a war bonnet to make, this, make it more cliche. Right. I love a, the casting. They just cast everybody. I love right. Golden Globes for that. But as he's walking out, Cafano just goes, Hey, Chief, scalp that bitch for me. <laughs> fucking love it. Just fucking love it. So we got we get to see these guys. They get a band together in a van. Well, a band we, van. We cut back to Braden right? like, as, as he just got off the Oh, the phone. okay, okay. And he goes to his man. His, his, his sumo henchman, who last time we saw him, he was in our much underrated episode for Running Man. So underrated. Deep Freeze. Deep Professor oh. Toru Tanaka. I want to watch Running Man now. And he's like, keep an eye on Kathy. You know what to do if she acts up. Wink. Because he knows. Because he's tapping in. He's tapping into the, the, the sixth power of the ninja. Oh, the reading power. thoughts. And he <laughs> knows... That Kathy is feeling sympathy. It's not about money anymore. It's about fucking the love of a father and his son. Yeah. And he's like, watch her. And she's, then, she's been pretty weird since, you know. Yeah. She's she's becoming a human, finally. <laughs> and so we cut to... Take it, take it over, girl. So Chief shows up with his crew and their van, the Van Ban, Ban Ban, Men with Ven... Uh, it's a Ninja Turtle van. It's one of those panel vans. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. 
It's got all the gadgets. It's got the Captain America motorcycle. Got the, the ladder on the back door. Ladder on the back. When I had my full-size conversion fan as a child, I didn't have it. My family had it. I loved it. I climbed that ladder night and day. Loved it. That's adorable. That's why I have huge thighs, because I just climbed that ladder all day. Okay. So they show up. They're stealing all the dolls. They're knocking everything over. I know. They're being, like, being slobs. They're being like, real dicks about it. It's like, yeah, you're here for the heroin. We get it. Yeah. Just steal the fucking heroin and get right. out. No, yeah. but they fucking trash the place. They're, like, breaking the neon. It's like, neon looks expensive. They're, like, upturning garbage cans and spreading Why? paper everywhere. They, they open up the shredder and to spread all the shredding. They it's fucking like, brought up? a bunch of tilapia with them and put it in the microwave and fucking <laughs> put it on for 10 minutes. Like, why? That's... Yeah, you're the microwave. I almost had a second drink accident. Oh my god! So they're leaving. They're loading up the van. They're all loading up the van together. They all work together, which right. was great teamwork. I love. They're seeing all that. multicultural. They're all inclusive. They're all working together. All of them. I love it. It's beautiful. It's it's like a goddamn song. Um, but just as they're getting the last shipment out, show is just like, man, what is this fish smell? Why is my <laughs> store been ransacked? Opens the back door to the shady alley where there's, like, everything bad happening. Highlanders are getting slayed. It's like everything bad is happening in this alley. Show walks out there, and he's just like, you did this! And, of course, the crew's all there, like... Yeah, we are doing this. What I love, he gets blindsided by a garbage bag full of empty pop cans. (laughs) It's not even Michigan, where people keep those kind of things in one collective, you know, instrument. And so he gets fucking hit with pop cans. Empty ones. Empty pop cans. So they're not going to hurt you at all. No. And Show sells it. He's like, oh, I've been paralyzed. But of course he gets back up, right. and he th- there's eight first one, something like that. He did, but he's show is amazing. He does a he puts a guy in a neck scissor and snaps his neck. Oh my god, it's uh, amazing. He fucking some guy bitches out and tries to run away. He runs up some steps. Gra- show grabs his ankles and drags him down. Hitting his face so on the good. steps. I just the guy chipped his tooth. It just reminded me. I fucking I chipped my tooth the other night while sleeping. What? I fucking grinded on my one tooth. I've already had like $8,000 work done on this one you, tooth. Is that tooth you fucked up? Yeah, that tooth. Oh, wow. I just fucked it up again. Oh. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. So I have to call up my dentist now and try to get it filled in. So, yeah, so uh, everyone's getting the shit kicked out of it, but Chief, Chief's still in there getting the last we're, crate. Yeah, we're like, where is the Chief? He wasn't loading it. He was like playing lookout or something. Because, <laughs> yeah, because he was like up in a window. Yeah, exactly. So we're like, oh man, show is just fucking owning everybody. I, I, didn't you notice? It seemed like we're, that the building he was in had no relation to whatever like show was at. Like they just Absolutely. filmed the scene of him. Absolutely. It was like a brick wall. You could like, there's nothing behind it. Absolutely. Every time you see somebody like doing a, a stunt like this, they're getting ready to do a tumble act. They're not getting ready to land on their feet. They're getting ready to like land, you know, and do a tumble. Chief is also doing this, but I love it because Chief has a fucking mill crate. You're like, oh my god, show beat everybody already. But he, we were waiting for the Chief fight. It's amazing you called him Mario because he does a Donkey Kong. He hurls a crate. I I think that's what they were going for. Uh, I think you're right. I uh, check out the Instagram <laughs> at Golden Dash Globe. I forget what our it's Instagram just, it's is. It's just Golden Globus Theater. Golden all Globus one Theater. word. Oh my god, I got a picture up there for you guys. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Thank you. You're getting better at this. You're going to have 400 followers. I hope so. So, yeah, and he just smashes it across Show's head. And that stuns Show temporarily. So they jump in the fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle van, and they take off. Show comes to... Enough time he grabs on the back because there's that ladder. So he's yeah. got something to grab onto. Lots to grab onto. And they fling him off. And they take off. And Show's like, no, no, that ain't it, motherfucker. He finds a fucking shortcut to the next street. He runs over, runs across a couple of cars. And- no, no, you forget. Not only that, he ninjas the fuck out of oh. just the chase. He starts doing like triple flips over walls. Oh, my God. I love it because they show you like. The scene of him running up to the wall, and then they cut to the next scene of him going over the wall, where the yeah. camera's on the other side now. It's like yeah. when he jumps over the wall, he's barely clearing it. When he's when it goes the other side, nine and a half. That was feet a over. gymnast that they hired to do that. Yeah. So every time there was flips, it was a gymnast. So it, but, it was but this guy's doing like Jim Cotta shit. He's like doing oh triple flips. And Palm then he, a horse. What? And of course, since he this is his neighbor, he knows a shortcut. So he catches up to them, grabs back on. Goes for a ride. He's on the top. They're like, thankfully, this was the only gang in in L.A. that doesn't carry guns because they were like, we're going to handle it man oh man. Yeah. So show does a sweet-ass move where he's on the top. He does a flip, kicks through the windshield. Yes. Starts fucking everybody up. Chief is trying to drive. Yeah. They he's stop the van. They pull over. They're like, we're going to beat this guy's ass. Well, they, yeah. They all get out. Well, no, 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 they don't. They don't stop it. They crash, and Chief goes oh, flying yeah, out right. the windshield. That's right. With uh, with uh, Luigi, they go flying out. That's right. And then Show just starts fucking him up. And he does a sweet move. Show shows on the ground. He, he the guy's like bent over him. He puts the guy in a leg scissor and just starts punching him in the face. That was good. And then he's just like he's just laying people out. Chief's like fuck this shit. I'm gonna scalp you like my Dude. boss asked. Gets out his fucking tomahawk. You're like, <laughs> yeah. how is Show going to fucking fight this guy? The Indian guy is using tomahawks, of course. It's beautiful. And we do. We get a great scene where Show is just blocking him, and he's fucking kicks the. He, he fucking breaks Chief's neck, <sighs> and just throws him away. Fucking Luigi's got back in the van. He's sweating. He's like, fuck. I'm getting a gun. So for, thankfully, they keep one in their glove compartment. Yes. <laughs> they don't carry guns, but they keep one in their glove compartment. It's loaded, though. Pulls it out, that. starts shooting it. Fucking, I just want to say, Matrix stole this scene. It, they really did. Because show is literally, I believe literally. He's bending backwards. He's dodging bullets. Yeah. <laughs> well, you talked about how ninjas have a power. I think it's the eighth or seventh power where it's, they can stop time and yeah, space. It's and the seventh. The seventh. Seven. Mastery of time and space. Didn't I say eight or seven? Yeah, but I'm seeing seven. Oh well, I still I was in the ballpark, and I gotta say, as you were a, the a non-Nang Chen owner, I am yeah, pretty I know. happy. You, you about got that. the fuck. You, I mean, you got your own powers with the screaming eagle. Scream. Well, well but, uh, it's pretty wonderful. It is. I'm, I'm uh, trying you know. out for the lines this year. Think I'll make it? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> the guy Luigi's like, I'm out of here. This guy's dodging bullets. He just takes the fuck off. No, American Eagle. He's the only survivor. Jean oh. Jack, a Canadian tuxedo, who I called American Eagle, okay. because he had the American bandana and the giant sunglasses. Okay, on. and he takes off. Show grabs the back. You see this, the t- determination of this guy. Yeah, he's I'm like, like, you're not taking my dolls. I, I was like, because oh he still God, doesn't know there's heroin in these. He just thinks they're dolls. Yeah, and that's the, like most people would be like, fuck your dolls. Like, don't you got insurance? But he doesn't care. It's a principle. Yeah. So he grabs on. For some reason. 
the back door comes off its hinges. Well, it's rusted out old van. I, I guess. Mean. You think these guys are making tons of money selling heroin? They could at least invest in a, in a proper good, car. a good fucking you know. villain van. They can't. So, so he's hanging on Raiders of the Lost Ark style. Fucking sparks are flying. His fucking pants are getting shredded. Yeah. And f- unfortunately for Show, guy hits a really tight curve, flings Show off. He hits a fucking car. He hits a car. You're yeah. right. And then he finally is like, oh. It was the same fucking guy that Kurt Russell was fucking with last week. The Jewish guy who had like the cake for a bar mitzvah or whatever. He's like, oh, Evey, why did you fuck uh, my cake? I have no idea what you're talking about. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> you just don't remember this. I don't remember it. So, show gets thrown. Fucking American Eagle takes off with the dolls and everything. And it's like, you just see show's disappointment. This guy is fucking scarred. His I clothes mean, are rags. He, 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 his clothes are rags. You see these fucking crazy scars all over. Scars? Uh, just like fresh Gashes, yeah. Gashes everywhere. Got black eyes. And he, you see, like, a tear start, and you're like, wow, man. This guy loved those dolls. He loved them. So while that's going on, our man Braden also got the brilliant plan to steal those dolls. So but he's he's got balls. He shows up himself. He doesn't send henchmen for this. Yeah. And so he's you in want his, a job run, done right, you do He's yourself. in his ninja outfit, and he sneaks in, and he notices that all the dolls are fucking gone. He's, what the fuck? What? While that's going on, Grandma, who's tapping into her ninja no, power. Oh, you're looking up that ninja power, huh? She's t- tapping into the premonition of danger, the Ooh, fifth power. Fifth she power. feels something's going on. And, well, actually, I got ahead of myself because Braden, first thing he does, he goes through, there's a skylight in the dojo, yes. and he's got like a rope ladder. So he comes down, she senses yeah. it. She immediately makes a beeline. She's got like an ancient Japanese Funko Pop. <laughs> it's like this doll. And you're like, what's grandma going to fucking do? It looks like almost like a bowling pin. It does, yeah. And she sneaks up. She sees Braden in the dojo, rips the head off the Funko Pop. It's a fucking dagger. The show had to have come up with that one. It, it had like a chain on it. Oh, she, you're, you're yeah. right. You're, you're right. She uses it to lasso his ankle and rip him down from the ladder. Right. And you're like, oh, my God, grandma's got game. And then grandma does like fucking quadruple flip. She's doing yes. some Jim Cotter shit. Yes. Her wig almost falls <laughs> off. You're like, oh, shit, grandma, hold on. And when, when, as soon as she comes back from like she finishes her flip, she turns around and Braden just throws a dagger and hits her right in the shoulder. Right yeah. in that left shoulder. Always the left shoulder. Dude, but it's okay because it came out the back. I got to so say, Brandon, Brandon, Braden's knife game. It's fucking great. Yes, it and is. And also, people, if you realize like what has happened in America in the last eight years and this surge of uh, suffix names with Aiden in them, it's because of this movie. I believe it. Yeah. Everybody went to the Aiden suffixes or just Aiden as a name because of yeah. this movie. Well, he's such a, he's a baller of a villain. I wouldn't in my kid's show, but, yeah. you know. Or Kane. Yes. But yeah. Never Shane. People keep going. I've never for, met a Shane that I liked. For whatever reason, Americans were just like, no, let's go with the Aiden. Yeah. Fucking Aiden. It's, it's awful. And so, yeah, so she's like, she throws her fucking ninja smoke bomb down. Yeah. She and disappears. Just she's disappears. injured. But of course, Brayden. Taps into taps the, in uh, the six power, knowing the thoughts of others. Oh, my goodness. And he senses. That she's behind that tissue paper wall. Yeah, I mean, never mind. You can see the silhouette. Yeah. But, you know, she's not that great of a ninja. 
She is a woman. Oh, I mean, it was. It was and wow, <laughs> wow. She's just been fucking bled open and bled open. You, <laughs> you say stabbed. You don't say bled open. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Well, she gets it again because he uses his. I don't know what. Do you, what's, what do you call it? It's not a katana. What is it? It's just a ninja sword, man. Ninja it's a, sword, it's just a short sword, the, if you will. The technical term, ninja sword, and he stabs her right through the guts. Uh, yeah, and she just falls through the paper. He is so tired after this. Like I mentioned before, they, it's, they're it's, in a heat wave yeah, in Utah right now. He's wearing right two now. masks. That's hot. So he starts to unravel it to just be like, "Wait, did I actually get her?" Like, he's even impressed by his own ninja-ness. Right. But as he's doing this, we see Kane, who is just having fun on the rooftops. <laughs> Kids and do that. He's just like, man, I really hope that Kirk Gibson ends up being a Dodger someday. <laughs> Fucking looks through the skylight, and he's just like, why is there so much blood? Well, he doesn't... He doesn't I, I wish he could do all that. He just stares blankly down from the skylight. Uh, yeah, you, I want to say that we read all that from his face, but I really am just trying to give you an idea of what we're seeing. He's getting inside the headspace of the but character Kane, of Kane. Kane is basically turning into Shane. Shane's ghost is taking over Sh- uh, Kane at this moment. So he's just blankly, like, staring. Braden reveals his face, and then his ninth, Eighth, fourth, whatever power of the ninja kicks in. He turns around and realizes that Kane is staring at him. And he's like, oh, fuck, I got to go get this kid. But his rope ladder's been pulled down, so he's like, got to take this well, other yeah, route. Because Kane cut it. He pulled, he, out oh, his, that's right, Kane, pulled out his pocket knife. Yeah, yeah, Kane cut it. <laughs> this was like almost Three Stooges style. It really is. He runs for the <laughs> only other entrance to the roof. Yeah. Why? And as he runs, Brayden comes out, and he runs into the door. <laughs> as Brayden's opening it. And, and I, I'm glad he pointed out what a huge Dodger fan he is, because his hat falls off. But he takes the time to grab it. Grab it. Put it back on, and he makes a beeline. He, he crawls under a thing, yeah, and Brayden can't they're, crawl. They're going over and under these fucking ductworks and everything, like, yeah. but he does. Benny Hill music's playing. It's great. He gets away, of gets course. Away. And, Bray, and Brayden's like, Fuck. So, uh, the show talking to the cops. Show yeah. Show returns home with his shredded yeah. clothes. Same cop that he talked to earlier. He's like, the show. They see a, you see grandma getting rolled out, and they're like, uh, Hey, what are you? Where's what do you your know kid at? Where's your kid at? It's like he knows where to go when trouble happens. Yeah, they, this is again. I mentioned it earlier. Where uh, show reveals like I thought Kane. To trust no white people. All you know white people are devils. And the guy's just eating a peanut well, butter turn, sandwich. And he's like. Turns out he's right because yeah. a white devil just killed his mom. Exactly. And he gets the little like. What's what we said with the hummingbird. I don't know. That little medallion. Yeah, the, the family crest. The, yeah. the saggy butt medallion. The sag butt. And he's like, I must get closer to my lord and savior. So he goes to his temple. I mean, a non-denominational he, ninja he, temple. He is all tattered up at this point. There's the, his wounds are still fresh. He's got cuts all over his face. All of that. He's just meditating. He's tapping into all nine powers at this moment. He's just doing the fucking hand gestures, and he's got he's resolved himself. I got a fucking ninja up. I got. I have to. And while we're kind of focusing on uh show realizing he has the ninja up you know we get a quick cut to what's going on with kathy and brayden kathy is like 
she's being held, you know, by Brayden's main guard. She's, she's, yeah. She's, she's just hanging out in her lingerie. Well, well no, no we, we immediately cut to her being attempted raped by this. Well, she, by, it's, she hears that phone freeze. call. Oh. Because her and Brayden are, like, getting down. She's in her lingerie. She's down to fuck. Brayden is trying to fuck her, and she's like, no, I'm not ready to fuck. And it's like, mixed signals. You're in lingerie, and you're not, you don't want to fuck? Don't blame the victim. So he's just like, look, i got business to attend to. Right. Of course, he looks at his his guard. Uh, deep what, freeze. Ice keeper? Deep freeze. Deep freeze. Uh, ice, and he's just like, keep keeping an eye on her. And she immediately goes for the phone and tries to call up uh, show and let him know. Okay, and then they catch her, right? Yeah, they catch her, and fucking the guard immediately was just like, I know what to do with you. Yeah, well, Braden told him. She acts up. You know what to do. And apparently <laughs> what to do is <laughs> R, the hard R, the rape word. The rape word, yeah, rape, rape, <laughs> yeah. And so we just cut to his like he he's like in his sumo diapers, and yeah. he's just like blah, slobbering Pins on her. Down, rips the one, then like shoulder strap off. So Braden, sh- Braden shows up. He's like, in that's ninja- not what I meant. In ninja costume, in ninja costume. He's like, I didn't mean it that. And he chokes her, chokes him out. Yeah, he choke. Yeah, you know, apparently they're into choking play, but he's. He's got the kind that slices his throat. So he kills the guy. He's like, that's my woman. You don't rape her. He's got some sense of honor. Yeah. Even though he's a scumbag ninja. But he is super pissed at Kathy right, right. now. Right. And she's like, I'm out of here. I just came on here to like smuggle heroin. I didn't come here to get raped and murder people. Also, Show and Kane are fucking great. I'm going to bang both of them someday. And that infuriates Braden, Jaden, Fladen, Laden. Exactly. And he's like... He taps into. I don't even have this power. Grip. Yeah, this the is tenth a power ten. of the ninja. It's beyond enlightenment. It's hypnosis. So he goes, count down from ten, and she's like, "What? Ten? Nine? And he starts just moving his hands in a circular fashion. Wax we on, wax zoom off. In of his eyes, and they're like cat. They're green, glowing red. Jade. And he's just like doing wax on, wax off in front of her, and she's like, oh, and she gets hypnotized. Mm. And he's like, find Kane, no matter what you do. And she's like, I am on it. She t- she channels Kane in her acting performance here. She does. She just I stares do. blankly. Maybe that's what happens in the hypnotism. A ghost takes over. Shane was nearby because he's been in the picture the Ma- whole time. Know what, know what it is? I, I figured it out. Okay. Because obviously, show show knows the tenth power of the ninja hypnosis yeah. too. He hypnotized Kane so he would never use his ninja skills. And that's why he's always in a stupor. Oh, and he's always... I'm pretty sure the hypnotism... That was probably in that half hour they got cut off. That... My God. We figured it out, man. Hey. Hey, cheers to that. Yeah. We did it. So, Dave, he's like, look. Your son, he knows where to go because issues. And he's like, but I have some underground contacts. We can find out what's going on. Yeah. I, I We book these guys every other month. Like, they're always up to bullshit. So, hey, let's go meet with my convict they hang contacts. Out, they hang out at a playground. They hang out <laughs> at a fucking <laughs> playground. Families, kids, old people, you have everybody. To, you got to put it. People, go to Griff's Instagram. 
Golden Globe is theater because oh. you have to put the gang up. They're oh, so they, fucking yeah. amazing. I got a nice picture of them. They are man. It, it looks like a cast for Streets of Rage, if you know what that is. <laughs> we get first. We get. I'm gonna start from the, the lamest to the best. Oh, so, go ahead. Take your time. I'm gonna go pee. Okay. First, we get like a fat, sloppy Mexican biker. <laughs> So he's got like a leather vest with the eagle patch on it and the headband. Then we get a black guy wearing short shorts and roller skates. And he's got a giant pair of Beats by Dre headphones on. Then we get this. Was that was he Asian? We get like a fat, I'm going to say Asian guy because he had that classic 80s Rising Sun t-shirt on. And he had like a Fu Manchu mustache and like a mohawk type haircut. And then finally, we get the greatest member of the gang, played by Steve Lambert, who's the stunt director, who also did all the ninja parts of Braden's character. He's dressed up like a fucking cowboy, got blue cowboy boots, blue jeans, blue cowboy shirt, gigantic fucking Yosemite Sam mustache. Shades on, cowboy hat, looks fucking amazing, and he's he's the cock of the walk because they're at a, they're at a picnic table because they are at a playground, so he's just <laughs> chilling out, laying on the fucking table, cigarette in the mouth, smoking a cigarette, just fly as fuck, and <laughs> instead of just asking these guys, don't they just immediately attack them? No, they do, show does very respectfully say, "I hear you, gentlemen, who are on hard times. I understand." <laughs> I do not judge. Wow. Okay. I would like to know if you know anything about my missing son and my daughters. And they're like, fuck you. And show has zero patience at this point. He has point. zero fucks to give. So he immediately is just like, you boys have done wrong. Rips his shirt off. <laughs> fucking kicks through the table. Yes, he does like a chop down with his leg and splits the fucking... It sends the gang <laughs> flying back. Like, it's out of an anime because they all are flying There's back. There's speed lines somehow. I don't know how exactly. that happened. And he just starts beating the shit out of the fat, sloppy, like, Mexican guy. Well, the, he attacked him first. Well, right. But, well, they did destroy their picnic table. He they're, they're They're within their rights. Sure. And... and and so, well, he did start it. He just said, fuck you. And and so um, Dave takes on the cowboy. So they're fighting. They're going back and forth. Yeah. Sh- fucking show fucks up the, the fat, sloppy dude. He, yeah, he takes, out, he takes out the biker. Goes to the other fat, sloppy Samoan dude with the Rising Sun t-shirt. They end up on like this high up. They're fighting 30, in a jungle gym. Yeah, uh, they're on a jungle gym. They're 30 feet up. It's There's like, this beautiful slide. I just want to say. This was probably the inspiration for American Ninja Challenge because they're fighting on an obstacle course. They are. It absolutely was. And Rising Sun guy, he pulls out. He's got like, I thought it was a metal pipe, but it was like a stick. Another weapon. Another show weapon. Yep. And they're fighting, and Sho gets the best of it and grabs the pipe, but the guy grabs the end, and there's a fucking blade. There's a blade on every fucking weapon here. There's a hidden blade. The blades on blades on blades. I, I love the one scene where somebody hands somebody a straw. It's still got the paper on it. I thought it was just like, oh, they're going to pull the paper off and reveal the straw. Fucking blade came out of that, too. <laughs> it was amazing. Blades in everything, man. 
And but that's not enough. Rousseau still fucks him up, and he just throws him down a slide. And the guy face first face plants right in the sand at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, just as he face plants, like Dave has been working on the fucking cowboy punches, like uppercuts him. He goes into the like the net. Yeah, he, fl- he rolls yeah. down the net, loses his hat, so he's like fuming at this. Discombobulated, point. and shows like, no, I want a piece of that cowboy. He gets back down. And he's going to start fucking tussling with that cowboy. And the cowboy, like, pulls a knife out of his boot right. or something. And so that show, shit for what show's got. Show picks up his fans. And yes. Just like, he, he pulls up his pants like he has a fan, like like the Japanese fans. Yeah. He's one in each, like, sock. Yeah. Pulls them out. They look like his fans, too. There's no yeah. blades on them. I, well, he starts fighting with just those. And he's, like, blocking everything <laughs> and, like, keeping them at bay. And then finally, like, flips them around and, like, switch blades. He folds them into, like, Throwing knives. <laughs> and then he, he sl- cuts off half of his Yosemite Sam mustache. Yeah, beautiful cut. That's how deadly these blades are. It literally removes half of his mustache. Yeah, ju- that's it. Not a drop of blood. Just swing. And then he's just like, he's, he's a ninja. He can do that. Just beating the shit out of him. That's like the 11th power of the ninja. Close shave. And he's fucking him up. And he's like, I've had enough of this. Closes up the fan and slams it on the cowboy boot, pins the guy's oh, foot down. Oh, yeah. Gives him, like, the final roundhouse, and it's like, cowboy is done. And in the heat of all this moment, you're finally like, okay, this is this is the period on it. And We're like, where the hell is Roller Boogie Charles Barkley? Exactly. It wasn't a period. It was a semicolon because out from this pillar pops <laughs> Roller Boogie. What did you call it? The roller Boogie Charles Barkley. Roller Boogie pops out. <laughs> By the way, I put a picture of this up as well. Pops up from behind a pillar, and he's just got this little six-shooter next to his eye. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so good. And then, and then show does like the like the uh, Indiana Jones move it where the guy's twirling the the sword. He's like, I've had enough of this. So he just pulls. He's, of course, he's got like ninja stars on his belt yeah, buckle. buckle. Uh, he's got, he had more than one. It was like it was like a dispenser. It was. And he's like, it was like <laughs> a Pez dispenser of ninja stars. <laughs> and he pins the guy's hand to like whatever he was hiding behind. Yeah. And so they get no information. This was just put in to have this awesome action scene. The most amazing (laughs) action scene ever. So everyone gets back to playing at the park. No one gives a fuck anymore. They're all just like, all right, let's move this dead body out of the way. Let's go down the slide. Yeah, people are people are like caning it. They're they've been hypnotized because they're just staring like like slack jawed at this fucking amazing fight. So Kane's gonna head back home because he's like. As his dad said, he realized danger was over, right? right. Well, he heads back home. Because he tapped into the fucking... Oh, uh, what power? The fifth power. Fifth power. Premonition of danger. Okay. Well, obviously, his fifth power isn't too strong because he gets home. But no, because he's got a soft heart. That's why. So, oh, okay. So he needs a heart in that heart. Yes. So he gets home, and Kathy's there, and she's training. and She has pants on. It's crazy. She has pants on, and it's crazy. And he is just like... I don't want to deal with this bitch right now because she's going to tell me about how hot my dad is. He just saw his grandma die. He just saw his grandma die. He doesn't want to hear about how hot his dad's dick is. So he's just like, I'm going to try to sneak by her and go up to my room. She catches him immediately. He's like, oh, Kane, come here. I learned how to do this jump kick, and I want to show it to you. And then he just, then all of a sudden that fifth power is tingling like Spider-Man, Spider-Sense. Well, he's... He doesn't say anything because he apparently he's, he just stares off into the yeah he's autistic or something. <laughs> yes. uh, so he's about to go run upstairs and she like grabs him, fucking throws and her he's like, over. Bitch, his don't head. touch my satin jacket. Yeah, 
And he this did. is a Dodgers jacket. <laughs> she's obviously an Angels fan because well, she's, she's always first of all. Red. He should have done some dodging because she caught him. Yeah, she does. And we get another wacky fucking Three Stooges kung fu scene. There is no way to take a screenshot of this. Uh, I might have to try to get a uh, nice gif of it together, but there's no way to take a screenshot of this <laughs> where it doesn't just look like, wait, what the fuck's happening? So, yeah, let's go ahead and give it a go here. <laughs> so these two start having an all-out fight. Kane does want to get away, though. Like, he always returns to this door, and he jiggles the knob. It's locked. He doesn't have a key, but he keeps trying to (laughs) jiggle it open. Because it's when you just turn it the right way, it opens. He's got a trick to it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, wait, maybe the doorknob actually turns right instead of left. But these two, they're fucking going at it hardcore. Like, you know, he again, he's always trying to escape, and as she, like, reaches for him the one time, he, like, kicks her in the jaw, like, this is no holds barred. Yeah. Well, he sees 10, so she can take it. He's six, actually. Yeah. And I love, like, he runs head first into the door. He tries that. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then, because he's got a lot of hair, so he maybe thought he could do it. But he fails. He goes, ah! And like, the most, like, you know, that's the most acting he's ever done in the movie. He's like, oh, my head! Yeah. And he's just evading her. He's just like, he's like when you try to get your dog to, to take a bath. And he's just, he's just, he's just, he knows yeah. how to get away. There, there's the one time he returns to the door, and this is what leads us into the big ultimate, like, the last little spar they had. He gets to the door, realizes he's not retarded. It doesn't turn left or right. It's just locked. <laughs> but he turned around in time to see Kathy running at him. So he kicks her straight in the badge. And that's, that's a weak point. That like flips her out. She rolls around for a little while, but then she's just like, I'm done with this bitch. Grabs a staff, a full metal staff. It looked like a pool staff. It had yeah. the net on the one end, but she turned it around so she wasn't stabbing him with the net end. And she just starts, like, thrusting it into his face. And yeah. everyone's like, wait, so she's, she's trying to kill him? He goes, yeah. Well, yeah, she, you kick somebody in the cooch, and they'll fucking, I, I, it's, all bets are off. Yeah. And she starts just wailing on him with his staff, so he grabs his own staff. Did you notice every blow she lands is to his butt? Well, that's what you guys tell you. you I mean, this is what I child. call the Adrian P- Peterson choreography. And so... They're back and forth with the stats. He did his own staff. But, of course, these are staffs designed by Shokazuki. Because there's got to be a knife in there. Yeah. So he whips off the end, so it's a spear now. Well, he fucking disarms Kathy. And Kathy grabs onto his spear, thinking, well, I'm stronger than a a fucking five-year-old. So she grabs onto his. He pulls away, and a fucking blade is revealed. And then he closes in on her. And he pins it. She's like... Backed up against the wall, and f- fucking, uh, this is why I say he's a soft heart grip. He shows mercy. Drops it. And walks away. Just turns his back and, and he's walks still away. going for that locked door. <laughs> still locked fucking door. And that's his Achilles heel because she grabs him. Yeah, she just, like, gets up. Puts him on her arm, slaps his butt, and says, yeah. we're going, mister. <laughs> slaps his butt for sure. It's like, I'm going to get a switch in a minute. So they go back. So they have him. Um, they have him like in Braden's clutches, but she's finally broken out of the spell. She's like back to being the normal Kathy. Yeah, she's like Braden. I got him for you, but don't let's let him go. I hate this. And Braden is like, look, keep him here. And he goes. He I turns to his mini deep freeze. 
who's like he's got a he's got a new guard. He's got he a hobo his, guard. Okay, he, let's describe this guy. He, he a, killed ch- his last guard, yes. so he's got a new. He's guard. He's a chubby Asian dude wearing sweatpants and no shirt. <laughs> he looks like he looks like fucking Carl from Aqua Team <laughs> with hair. That's what he looks like. Asian uh, Asian Carl from Aqua Team. So Brandon three piece suit. Kathy <laughs> like ninja gi. Carl from Aquatine, no shirt, sweatpants, <laughs> green flip flop. And then you have a kid in a Dodgers. And it's fucking fly ass sand <laughs> Dodgers. It's beautiful piece. Director did a great job. So Braden's like, I have to make a call to Cafano. And he's just letting him know this is it. This is the end game, people. Fuck yeah. Avengers end game. This is fucking Revenge of the Ninja Dude, end game. I, I don't know how you're excited for that. I don't know how anybody's excited for this Avengers stuff. What are we, we're, not, we're not talking about Avengers. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Avengers is boring. So, unlike the movie we're talking about. So he goes, calls up. Uh, he pulls he pulls a fucking Manhunter, and he goes, Gafano, it's time. Oh, no. And Gafano fucking freaks out. And he goes, everybody, get the fuck down on the ground floor. Yeah. Because he owns a gigantic building. That's how does. powerful this guy He is. goes down to his billiards room where all of his guys are hanging out. And he's like, man, I really wish he didn't kill my masseuse. Well, that's going Kathy finally so gets away because Carl had to go get a beer. So much tension. And she's like, Cho, Braden is a ninja. He's behind all of this. Yeah. And fortunately, show show was laughing on the phone like Kathy. What the fuck are you talking? What are you about? talking? He's my best friend. He's helping me open this. He he this got my gallery. store open. He he paid my, for all the neon. He bought me some fucking uh, firework pops. And she's like, no, no, I'm serious. And he's like, oh my god, maybe she's right. Mm. So Dave's like, look, dude, we got him. Let's go to the police. And then fucking show, show, show. He says the most succinct line you can ever say when it comes to ninja warfare. When it comes to action, Golden Globus, 80s warfare. No job for the police. Only ninja can stop ninja. So at this point, now we have uh, Kane's been kidnapped. Show. Kathy gets found out by Braden in the middle of the phone Because, call. again, middle of the phone call, which yeah. the Garfield phone, good touch. I was happy to see a Garfield phone in a movie because, hey, Garfield, Garfield, Garfield. We're paid by Garfield this week. Garfield, Garfield, Garfield. Check it out. I hate Mondays. I hate Mondays. Lasagna. I love, I love lasagna. So Kathy is being put into this torture machine. It's pre-waterboarding. It's sinister as all hell. It, it, at that time, he was sinister as all hell. I actually think there is a horror movie called Hot Top Massacre. There is. Okay, well, this is what inspired it. Yeah. And so she gets strapped into a hot tub. Spread Eagle tied to a t- inside a hot tub. Yeah. And our Kane is tied up as two, and he's in a sauna. Apparently, yeah. they're going to dehydrate him to death. He's just going hey, to sweat and, this out, kid. And so he's like, he's in his ninja gear now. Carl's there with him. And he's just like <laughs> gloating over. Yeah, moderate freeze. Make sure these guys do not escape. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. And, and so he takes he, he takes a moment to open the sauna door and go, <laughs> and then shuts the door. I love that level of uh, evilry. Like I'm going villain at some point in my life. Like I I'm not quite to midlife crisis, but when I do, I'm going to that level of villainry. 
and he's like, turn on the jets. Turn on the Jets. And then Carl turns on these spray jets. He in the turns on the New York Jets from last year. And they're just spraying her in the face. It's like a wet t-shirt contest. Torture everything. Yeah. You get because she's wearing she's wearing of, a wife yeah. beater and some panties. Clear cut of her boobs. And Carl's loving it. He's like, "All right, on boss, go kill some Italians." So, Cho. Back to Joe. Back to the shadows. He he kind of knows his target now. He knows that Brayden has betrayed him. He's, He's believing like, in it. I'm going to do something I swore I'd never do. And so he goes in. And, of course, he's got a mysterious compartment in his wall that in no his, one ever in noticed. His dojo wall. And so he touches it. And like Star Trek, you hear the guy behind the wall start to push it out and go. And it's his ninja tache case. Opens it up. Dry ice comes out. It's fucking amazing. Fuck. He's got a light up fucking. It's like, you know, it's like a panel with lights and it's there. Everything's splayed out perfectly. And he just starts gearing up. Yep. Heads to his old ninja like temple temple. And he's just like, I'm so glad he starts going cool. through all of the fucking hand signals of the nine powers. He's tapping into all these powers. He, he tapped into the uh, ninth power control the elements because as soon as he puts on his ninja mask the wind starts blowing it's fucking smoke is flowing and he's just like you're like yes this is it this is the end finally so now we're gonna join Brayden he's outside Cofinos he's ready to fucking take over but he, but there's like 12 people with machine guns at all, the all of the guards by the way they're just on the front like little porch of the meanwhile building. this is like public building there's this guy standing out with machine guns it's yeah. like they're 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 showing the right to bear arms they're i'm sorry i don't exactly. mean i shouldn't be criticizing them what they're com- exercising their rights what Br- brayden ends up doing is like going to the adjacent building using a zip line and just like scooching over he, he right. zips over well he gets did pull- you notice what he attached his zip line to no he unscrews a light bulb yes i did notice that that little spring that holds like a, a recessed a can, light. A can light. Yeah. He yeah. puts his little <laughs> hook on that. Yes. Zip lines 4,000 well, feet over. First of all, he pulls out a gigantic bow and arrow that yes. he has to use his feet to fucking use. Yeah. Shoots it across. And I get what happened. There's an interesting story about the making of the movie. Oh, boy. Okay. So. Oh, boy. We're so, almost two hours in, man. I don't give a shit. This is a great episode. <laughs> so. So this, the they're like much like you're bitching about time. They were like, dude, we got to get this fucking scene. And he's like, did anybody test it? And the guy's like, I don't fucking have time. We're just gonna do it. And the and the guy, one guy's like, no, no, way. no, we're gonna test this. Fuck you. You're not going. He's like, no, I'm. Not, I can do it. So like, no, we're gonna test it. So they got like 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 two hundred pounds of sand, and they tested it, and it fucking snapped and broke down immediately. And the, and the guy's like, fuck, I could have died. And it's not just because I hung it on a little little spring that's inside a recessed light. Oh, man. But yeah, like you said, he goes across it. The recessed light holds it. He breaks through the window. He's got those nine powers of the ninja that keep him up there. And so he he's doing his ninja shit. He's like, he's like methodically taking out all the henchmen. Yeah. There's this great scene where he's got to pick a lock. And so he's like kneeling down. He's got his ninja lock. Pick. There's a knife on the block pick. And he just nonchalantly just pulls out a handful of jacks and throws them on the ground. He, he expects that somebody has got to come around and see him. He's like in the fucking corridors of a Holiday He's, Inn. There's only <laughs> like there's only so many places guards can be. 
And keep him safe. So and he's, he's smart because the guy goes, hey there, what are you doing? But his fucking hacksaw Jim Duggan. So he's like, oh, <laughs> and he pulls out a fucking two by four and, and runs at him. And like Braden, like he just like looks over his shoulder and just tosses a handful of marbles. He's got, yeah, he's got he's got ninja jacks. He's like, yeah. it's like ninja version of jacks. It was Caltrops. Oh, okay. I had to look it up. So we're going to use the fucking <laughs> okay. word. Caltrops. And he, so he goes, oh, and slips on the ball and floats <laughs> face for it into the Caltrops. Caltrops. And he comes up and his face is like you a get million a shot, of them. Yeah, you get a shot of all the Caltrops in his face. Oh, my God. It's so wonderful. That scene, I wish it were Hacksaw Jim Duggins, but it's a guy with a gun and he runs at him like to show him, like, I have a gun. You need it's to a, It's amazing how slimy mafiosa are more not. More honorable than the fucking ninjas are. Exactly. Again, that's this, how scummy ninjas are. This is how scummy ninjas are. So, and he's like methodically taking out. He goes into like a stairwell and chops a guy's hand off, throws a smoke bomb. He's just killing people. While that's going on, Show finally shows up, and he's like, "Ah, I'll do one better. You got the zip line. I got the tiger claws." So he puts the tiger claws on, and he just starts climbing up the Scaling. fucking building. While that's going on, Dave realizes. Why the fuck are we doing this? I'm just going to fuck up these people at the doorway. Yeah. So he just takes out everybody in the doorway. Yeah, he walks up. He's wearing his police jacket. And they're just like, hey, the police aren't needed here. And Dave's just like, well, bitch, have you ever seen an episode of Cops? And the guy's like, what are you talking about? Cops isn't amended yet. And he just starts punching them all in the face. They've got AK-47s right there. And yeah, not not a shot. Apparently, Caifano needs to teach you guys how to shoot a gun. Yeah. Maybe they're just there to, you know, keep people away. They're not there to actually shoot people. I don't know. I don't. Intimidate. That's the word I was looking okay. for. So we cut back to Kathy. Still being jetted with the Oh, pose. well, now they turn the jets on. We didn't see them before, but now the jets slapping her in the face. You're just like, oh, my God. She's going to die any minute now, right? Then we, then we see fucking, oh, like. Kane's like, I need some water. Oh, what would you call him? Lukewarm? Yes. Lukewarm. He's He pulls out some nunchucks. He's laughing. And, and retardedly flipping him around. Just flipping like, around. And he, as he's doing it, he's just like, man, Kathy, you're kind of hot. I I, I kind of think I want to I bone you. And as he's really in, thinking about it, this is when Kane is like, wait a minute. These are rope cuffs. There's an open fire right there. Well, yeah. Well, they're not open fires. It's hot rocks. Okay, hot rocks. Open fire. He's hot rocking. Hot rocking. So he, the heat from them does break the ropes. So he goes, hey there. And then Carl goes, what? And then he kicks the door to Carl's face, and his face goes through the oh, window. Man. And he goes, you ain't going to need these nunchucks. Let me show you how a man uses nunchucks. He starts flipping them around. He's slapping Carl in the gut. And Carl is just like, I'm not phased by this. And finally... Kane goes, hey, there's Superman. <laughs> and Carl is just like, whoa, Superman? I'm going to get his autograph. And he fucking gives him the low blow that, that it's all he needed. He just hits right. him right in the dick hole. And, and then he just slashes his throat. It was, was kind of over the top. But, yeah. you know, necessary. Seeing Kane's face being splattered in blood, it's like, wow, he's young. He's <laughs> and six. he's just like staring off into nothingness. Yeah. Because he's, he's reached the ninth level, enlightenment. Enlightenment. <laughs> so he frees up fucking. Frees uh, Kathy. And like, all right, we're great. Good to go. So well, that's going on. Show is doing some more of his own ninja skills. He accidentally stumbles into some more goons in another stairwell. Yep. And the guy grabs his mask. You don't do that to a ninja. You don't. 
and it infuriates him so much he spits fucking caltrips. Apparently, all ninjas keep caltrips <laughs> in their mouth. Yes, well, good ones do. Yeah, and the, and the guy fucking his face is ruined. Just, yeah, you, it looks like Jack's just stuck in his face. He falls over on that face. Oh, it's horrible. Cut back to Shane. Not Shane. <laughs> you wrote Shane, but it's Kane. Oh, did I? <laughs> yes, Kane and Kathy. Kane and Kathy. I think at this moment it is Shane because <laughs> Kathy is like, I'm going to call the police. And she's she's totally girls gone wild at this moment. Yeah. She's got the wettest of wettest t-shirts. It, it looked like one of those fucking promos. You're right. <laughs> because she is jumping around like, I'm dialing the police. I could be calling you tonight. Kane is like, humana, 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 humana. I wish he were doing that because, no, he is blankly staring. Body is complete zombified. He is not moving. He is just staring straight at tits. So, well, that's it. Here's another thing I want to point out that people love to do in movies that is not possible. Braden is cl- he's on underneath some drop ceiling. A drop ceiling cannot hold two hundred pound man. No, but always in movies it always does. Like people think they can do that. Absolutely. Shit. So he's right at the door to the office of Caifano, and he's got. Why does Caifano have like eighty year old men like as his henchmen? But he does. So he's making like <laughs> this. Is what I thought was funny. Okay, he's supposed to be a ninja. And also, obviously, they put sound effects in later. They make the loudest noise as he's like taking off the the, the tile. Tile, and the guys don't notice him. He like hangs down, stabs him in the face with some like knives. They die. Busts into Caifano's room. Caifano's got a machine gun once again. Does, he uses it, doesn't he? Does he shoot at all? He tries to shoot, but then he gets a fucking knife right in his hand. Because like you said, Braden's the master of the knife skills. He really is. And we're just going to assume Caifano gets killed because we never see Caifano again. Yeah, he just disappears. Yeah. I think he gets away. I think Caifano is going to be in the total domination, the third. I'm going to disagree with that. Okay. And so, I guess Caifano, uh, not Caifano, uh, and then Braden just leaves. He doesn't even take the fucking heroin. Nope. He's just like, I just wanted to prove a point. I can yep. do that anytime I want. Yep. He was so just he's, there to... so he, he's back in the Holiday Inn. He's walking out, stumbles into Dave. Dave's like, hey, you're that ninja with a silver mask. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Chases and... him down, fucking like tackles him. And he's like, hey, Blanco Nino, I'm going to take you down downtown and fucking cuff, cuff you up and get your fingerprints and everything, and all that. And Brady's just like, bitch, please. Fucking slashes him across well, the chest or something. What no, he, what he does is he's got like a, he's got his own like little, little like staff, and he stabs him in the gut with the staff, and then he pushes the button, and then because there's knives upon knives Every, and everything, yeah. goes in, stabs him, fucking takes off, and then show show shows up, <laughs> and show, show. he's like Dave, my my best friend, my like, only American friend, apparently because he thought Braden was his friend and he was not. And he's just like, no, don't die on me. Live, damn you. And Dave's like, I have to die. This is how movies like this end. Take you my have badge. To, you have immunity now. You, you have to, vengeance. You have to, you need to do the revenge part of Revenge of the Ninja. Yeah. And he's like, I'm on it. All right, so, guys. For all, this is for all the marbles. Ten minute flight scene. Ro- we've got to get up to the rooftops. It's amazing. And, and we start Beautiful off- downtown Salt Lake City in the background. Mm, mountains everywhere. Mormons. Mountain purple mountain majesty. We should have been able to tell from all the Mormons. That was drink spill number three on the day, I think. So they go to the where where are you can if you can have a ninja fight, where are you can go. You can go to the tennis court that's on the top of the 
top of the hey. uh, building. It wasn't a tennis court. It was a volleyball court? No. What was I it? knew you were going to get this wrong. Badminton. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can tell by how flimsy that net was. Okay. I'm not going to argue that. I know so you So they fit. Watch it. I don't care how much you've been drinking. I will choke you out. No, you won't. I'm about to let's push push pause for a second. Okay, let me put you in a ninja chokehold. So <laughs> they they face off. This because only ninja can stop ninja. Yeah, so we they, know that. We we so one one side of the badminton court, other side you. of the volleyball court. Wow! <laughs> and they kneel down and they stare at each other. They start doing their hand gestures. They start doing They're praying to the ninja gods, right? Yeah, sure. Is this how ninja fights happen? It's not mine, though. This is why I like Brayden more as a ninja than Show, Because Brayden immediately, before Show even gets done praying, he gets his sword out and charges at him. And because Show is actually the one ninja with honor. You always go on about scummy ninjas are, and now you're like, fuck him, Brayden's awesome. I love Brayden. No, no, Brayden's a true ninja. Show is like, I also do these things, but I'm not a ninja. He's wow. not a ninja. Wow. That he's doesn't like, take the talent away from totally him. Totally. No. He's, no. He's done a 180 on Shokazugi. No. You're I never love, drinking again. Wow. You're not drinking I again love, while we're doing this. You don't this. get this. I love Show. He's not a ninja. He's just super talented in martial arts. Fucking Brayden is a ninja because he's scummy as all fuck. Ninjas are heels. They're tweeners. No. So, the sword fighting. Back and forth, back and forth. That's when we start getting, like, some... uh, Like, Brayden's... I I think every ninja weapon is used in this fight scene. Oh, no, every single one. You get, like, various objects that look, like, completely... Like, at one point, Brayden pulls out a rolling pin and shows, like, what are you going to do with that? And I think Sho loses his sword, like, five times, yet somehow it magically comes back to him. He get that must be the twelfth. He's power carrying of the like three different swords on him. Well, he gets his taken away from him because because uh, Braden pulls out the chain and the the staff move that Grandma had earlier. Yeah, and he grabs it and yanks it out, and he's like, "Yoink!" He takes out because like we talk about this countless, countless times with the movies we do. Cat and mouse games, mind games. And yeah, Braden is the master of the mind games. He's, so he's toying with Show through this whole fucking dude, fight. He's super scummy. He's like every heel wrestler you've ever seen. Like he's got all kinds of outside interference. So he and he, he first he tries to kill Show with the sword, but even though Show is unarmed at this moment, he's debating it. So he's like, yeah. "I'm out of here." So he takes off from the court and just leaps away, hops up into another rooftop, and then Show gives chase. So, show looking around. He's he's like we get Sam. we get a nice first person view uh, of uh, this rooftop. Like every time he gets to a new rooftop, the director was like, first person view of shows. You know what's show seeing, and there and so he looks away, and then you can and then you can see it right on a corner. Braden just peeks his head out. It's like I'm on to you, and he goes back. And the show's just walking back, and he bumps, and he gets grabbed by the fucking Braden, and you're like, yeah. "Holy shit!" And he whips out another knife and cuts the fucking Braden in half, right down yeah. the middle. Good, good movie over. It's that old paper mache ninja trick, dude. <laughs> Grab him, <laughs> ninja magic. Ninja. And you see Braden up top, shining. He's reflecting the sunlight with his sword, 
And yeah. he's laughing. He's like, you bitch. You <laughs> fell for the oldest ninja trick. <laughs> I've been a ninja. Like, no. I love- he fell for the second oldest because the next one is the oldest oh, ninja trick. I like it. I love when Bra- like show figures out that Brayden's a ninja because he's like, no, he can't be a ninja because he hasn't been in. Oh, wait. He's been in Japan for 20 years. The perfect amount of time to become a ninja. Yes. <laughs> it takes 20 years. 20 years. Unless you do the Nang Gen, then it's like month. <laughs> so, yeah, so I told you that we told you earlier, there's a lot of hot tubs in this movie. There's a hot tub on top of this building. Hot tub. And it's so hot, full of water. Going to make you sweat. And that's Eddie Murphy joke. And um, he's standing there, like looking around right next to the hot tub. And then a hand. Jumps up out of the water and grabs his leg. But he's too quick for it. So he slices the arm right off. Ooh. And then he picks it up. It's a robot arm. He's like, huh? Robot arm? And while he's looking at the robot arm, Braden dives out of the, the hot tub and slashes his knees. <laughs> and then they're going back and forth. And there's a like, It's just a lot of back and forth at this moment. So, yeah. And every kind of weapon you can think of is utilized. With, and everything has knives on it. Yes. So... Anything that looked like a normal object suddenly springs a knife. It looks like a scythe. It looks like we, a fucking spear. We get scenes where like shows like hanging over the edge, and then he comes back, and then finally, Braden kicks him off the wall. Yeah, they get to the tallest of roofs, right. and fucking Braden delivered like I don't even remember how he did. He was doing like a peekaboo act with uh with show, and finally he fucking peekabooed the fuck out of him, kicks him in the chest. Show goes flying off the roof. And then he goes, go, go, get your grapnel. And it just happens to grab on another can light fixture. Another level of a roof. Yeah, that just happened to be hanging around there. And so he starts repelling himself. And this is when, like, Kathy and Kane arrive at the building, and they start scaling up it. And we see Show scaling up. And that's all that matters is Show scaling back up. He gets back up, and then... Fucking Braden's gone again. <laughs> so once we get another face off, this is the final face off. So they start fighting with their fucking swords. Show gets his sword knocked away again. <laughs> and then he's pinned on the ground and he's got he's got his hands clamped on the blade and he's holding it's like an inch from his eye. Well, uh, Braden didn't even have the blade out at this point. He was using like some kind of wooden object. He grabbed onto it. And then Braden pulls away, and it's the sheath of the sword. So Another he, fucking blade. Yeah, exactly. So now Braden's got the blade. Show's got just the sheath, and they're, like, sword fighting. Well, he gets pinned down. He's got the move where he's holding the blade with his hands. Yeah. Inches from his face. Knocks him back. Fucking, he goes, I don't know how he did this. He had a yeah. flamethrower with a knife on it. <laughs> and he shoots a flamethrower at Cho. Cho evades it. They come together. I forget. I, Dude, they, there's just more sword fighting, people. It was just like a tussle. It was like a wrestling tussle where they had their hands met. Then at one point, just show decided, like, I'm going to reach for my belt in a second, and grab my knife, and stab him in the esophagus. So he, sure enough, he goes down, grabs him, stabs him. Well, he slashes up and cuts the mask right off in half. That's after he stabs him. And it turns out That's we two. thought this was like a metal mask. It's no, it's just it's just plastic. Yeah, it was, it was cheap. It was and then from he Halloween, does the old USA. fucking uh, samurai movie move where he cuts across his stomach 
and then we see the tube where the blood sprays out. It's like Kill Bill. Oh, yeah, Blood yeah, just yeah. sprays out, collapses, and dies. Shane's just getting sprayed in blood. It no, looks like Shane's a sprinkler. not here. Shane I'm sorry. died in the beginning Show, of the movie. We talked about that. Show is just getting sprayed with blood. Fucking Kathy and Kane come up. Kathy to- comes. She gets her shirt sprayed with blood instead of water. Uh, yeah. You know, fucking Kane's just staring like a moron. He's like, duh. They all put their hands in and do like a cheer. And and then we get a nice helicopter shot of them just going back down. The end. Wow. One year. This episode took way long. Uh, it, it was going to happen. I, yeah, I know. There's so this much is, shit to talk about. This is a G&G. Just imagine class. if we could actually talk about action coherently, how yeah. long it would have taken. Oh, my God. We had to dumb it down. We can. We had to dumb it down. So I'm going to be really quick with this, but we have a very special episode next week. Uh, you, you, I'm glad you mentioned Avengers because apparently there's a movie called The Avengers coming out. I, I wouldn't know. I mean, I, it's like, you know, Hulk, Captain America, Emma Peel, John Steed, The Avengers. Oh, the Ultimates? Yeah. And fuck that movie, Griff. We're going to do The ult. Of course, we always say canon does it first. Canon did superhero movies first. Yes, they did. And we're so we're going to do the canon superhero movie, Superman 4. Quirky as fuck. Quest for peace. And not only that, this is very special. If we, hopefully this works out. Because you knowing us, who the fuck knows us. <laughs> but we're going to have a buddy of ours, our buddy Stuart, our man in Manchester. Uh, he's a good friend of ours. He's one of our early supporters. So we just reached out to him like, hey, man, you do a podcast. Do you want to be on our podcast? And he's like, fuck yeah, I want to be on your podcast. So we're going to try that. Hopefully it works out next week to get him on, and we're going to talk about that. And look, if you stuck through this two-hour episode, I just want to <laughs> warn you, this is probably going to be another two-hour one just because he's a guest, and we want to get – I'm honestly – I'm not speaking for you, but I'm honestly interested in hearing someone outside of America's take on canon films. Like, do you – you? I mean, because these are so American to me. I just think you would be like – no. We're, 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 we're full of questions on how this reached because like we've joked about before we have a huge UK following and we don't know why right because so, obviously these are all very American movies right so, so we're gonna like you know interview him on that we're gonna put pers- his feet to the fire yes yes you better prepare yourself Stuart this yeah. is gonna be trial by fire yeah and so we're going to do that, and hopefully he'll be the number one guest because Mike is now officially – he's better than us. Mike is our most popular person. Exactly. And we don't like that. We don't. And so, Stuart, come through for us, buddy. So we're doing that next week, Superman 4. See you there. Keep it warm. A Golden Globus production. Another good one from Canon.